This week's episode of Here's What I Get is brought to you in part by the number six and the letter F. Learn all about the number six and the letter F on Here's What I Don't Get today. to Here's What I Don't Get, from north to south, east to west, the only formerly Untergang podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I am your host, Tab Burt, and with me today, as always, my friend, Tim the Handlebreaker. That's right. And with us in the new Here's What I Don't Get studios, it's Todd Seidel. Hello. Big episode 197. Almost there. Three almost, away. Almost there. From a bicentennial. Yeah. This, uh... Big news came out yesterday or the day before. Yeah, something like that. Some something like that that six uh, percent of all China virus deaths were caused by China virus, and the other ninety four percent of deaths uh-huh. were caused by, as on average, two point six other comorbidities like comorbidities, yeah, yeah. cancer, uh, pneumonia, yeah. Heart disease, diabetes, yep. obesity, yep, extreme so, age. I will say the the percentage should be a little higher than that. No, because no, the, it listen, shouldn't. I, no, it I, shouldn't I saw, be I saw the that. graphs because because no one dies from just the COVID virus. The, uh, Nine thousand three hundred twenty-one people listen, died from just the China virus. Listen, listen. I'm put put it this way: when you have AIDS. Uh huh. Uh huh. You don't die of AIDS. No, you die of pneumonia. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but that's that. That's different because it's an immune. It's an immune deficiency. I, 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 it's it's an analogy because uh-huh. one of the one of the numbers on there. Now it wasn't a big number. Uh huh. It was, was like twenty two thousand. No, it was respiratory failure. Ah. So. Here's the reason why six is a is a very very important number, Tim. <laughs> and I want you to go back. Did you ever take a statistics class in college or high school? I did. So, do you remember? I don't remember what the actual technical term of of it is, but when when you plot averages, they form a bell curve, yes. and it's a uh, you basically have a standard standard distribution of of scores on a bell curve, right? Yes. Yes. Do you remember what percentage the center of your bell curve is? Whatever your average is. Uh huh. How many things are usually on the average? Is it uh, 66%? No, it's uh, 38%. Thir- okay. Oh, uh, you mean, sp- okay. I got you. I got, I, I got you. I was thinking the whole, there's there's a, there's like the tail end and then the bell and then the other tail end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So your, your center, their average scores, about 38% of your things are going to be in any standard distribution. Yeah. That's yeah. where they're going to end up. It, it always happens. Yes. Don't know why. That's it's some what, kind that's of math. What, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what the ends of the bell curve percentage is? They're tiny. They're 6%. Yeah. They're always 6%. Yeah. And then you get like the crazy, crazy long odds, which is the, in this case, one comorbidity. Or the zero comorbidity, right? That's one, our one 6%. It's, it's our other 6% yeah, is, yeah. is whatever. <laughs> I don't care. The other 6% is the people who have like five things wrong with them. Yes, yes. So that means that 38% of people uh-huh. have two and a half comorbidities. Yes. Two, some, two three, they're, they're yeah. bouncing back and forth. 38, you can probably divide that in half, and half of 38 has 
two and half of 38 has three. Yeah. And then yeah. you have like, I think it's, I, I remember the, the center's 38 and the outsides are six. And then like the very, very extreme ends are usually less than 1%. Yes. Which that's going to be like your eight comorbidities. Yeah, it's like, how is this guy alive to begin with? <laughs> so it's perfectly rational that 6% would be the number of people who didn't have a bunch of other shit wrong with them because that's the very, very low chance side. But everybody above that average, so the thirty-eight uh-huh. percent and up, which is probably which is should end up being about like sixty percent of people, sure, all gonna die anyway. The people with three comorbidities, all the way on up to like eleven, yeah, that one guy. We are dealing with a this is, and people. I posted on Twitter about this. What? How many times, how many times do they have to be caught lying to you before you start to question the narrative? How many more times? And people then get on and defend it. Like, well, there's really no way to know common sense with with a novel virus. It's a new virus we've never had of before. That's all we have is common sense. And common sense says, don't lock up the 6% of people that have nothing wrong with them that's going to kill them. Are you fucking kidding? (laughs) Ah. All of this, 9,000 deaths. That's what we were trying to fight against. 9,000 deaths. Everybody else had a bunch of shit wrong with them. And then and then I get into arguments with people on Twitter, and they're like, they're like, they start with the, well, it's actually, you know, more than 9,000 is blah, 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 blah. And then they push the goalposts, and then they say, like, well, most people are have two comorbidities anyway. No, 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 that's not what we're arguing about. I don't have any comorbidities. I'm a young, healthy person. Yeah. I'm under 65. 80% of deaths over 65. 80%. Yep. 80% of deaths over 65. Yeah. And I bet you none of those 80% of deaths, I bet none of those deaths are in the 6% deaths. No. Those not. are all in the bu- if you're Once you hit 65, I believe you're legally required to have a uh, uh, an ongoing disorder. Yeah. Of some sort. Oh, man. It's crazy. It is crazy that that it's also it doesn't get any signal boost in the media of course no no because they want you to still be afraid they're telling you about the now they've moved on to the long long haul covid patients the people who've had they got it in march and they're still sick and it's always it's always white women uh-huh. uh who are just intolerable to be around yeah five years ago uh-huh. and they're you know it's like i'm tired it must be the COVID. Oh. Like, no, it's probably just because you're a miserable bitch. <laughs> you ever consider maybe not being a miserable bitch? Yeah. Oh, I got the long old COVID. Oh. oh, it's crazy. It is absolutely insane. And uh, I can't help but feel like I called this in March. And I want I want an apology. I want Dr. Fauci <laughs> to come to my house and apologize to me. And then right after he finishes his apology, I'm going to pull out my gun and shoot him in the face. And I'm going to keep shooting him no. until I run out of ammunition in my house. I'm surprised anyone listens to that guy. Because uh, uh, one, look at him. And if so, like if you were uh, moving to a new state yeah, and you had to get a new uh, you had to get a new doctor, basically. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so let's say they give you a lineup of. Ten doctors. Yeah, would you pick him? If, if it came, oh, if it came down to two, if there was only two choices, uh-huh. and it was him and someone else, does it look like you could trust him to be your doctor? No, 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 no. 
So also, I just don't trust doctors. Well, I think they're too. all stupid. <laughs> the doctors, doctors have this. We have this mystique around doctors and lawyers yes. and and other things, right? But the thing about doctors is, you get so specialized in your field, you mm-hmm. get really, really good at one thing. But what it does is it makes you dumb in all Everything the other else. fields. Yeah. The other thing is, uh, I'm 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 sure that a lot of uh, people who are doctors go in with good intents. Uh, yeah, and then the system just tears it out of them. Tears it out of them, and they either they either stay there for the paycheck, or they leave and not go act, go do some actual, uh, you know, doctors help. without borders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. now those people only do doctors without borders through the ego inflation. Yeah, how many doctors without borders do you know? None. How many doctors do I know? Like three. Exactly. How many doctors do you know? I, I know a couple. How many doctors do you know that haven't put their finger in your butt? Oh, that's that's more like zero. And there's it down. That's absolutely mind-blowing. I spent today, I fixed a problem on my car that's been broken since uh, right after the 4th of July. Yeah. I, uh, I, had did a, I had a meeting with a guy. It was a very, very weird meeting. And then leaving the meeting, I tried to take the top down on my car, and uh, it spurted hydraulic fluid all over the inside of the passenger panel in the back seat because I blew an O-ring in one of the hydraulic cylinders that <laughs> raises and lowers the top. You don't want to blow an O-ring, No, you don't want to blow an O-ring, man. So uh, I, I, have, the top's been up since then. It's been two months. It's been almost two months yeah. since that the top failed. I took it down... Uh, for one thing, but I had to do it manually, which ended up causing a huge, another huge spurt of hydraulic fluid all over <laughs> my fucking car. Uh, so I got the part, I got the part in like a month ago and I just haven't, I've been too depressed to work on it. It's been too fucking hot to be in the back <laughs> of my car. So I finally uh, got it working again and man, it's great. I fucking missed having the top, being able to take the top down. It hasn't been so bad because it's been miserably hot the last two months. Yes. Uh, yeah. But now that it's cooling off, it's like, oh, God, I got, I really, I really enjoy driving with the top down, especially just around town for errands and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it also makes it easy to like go get stuff, like heavy things or, or even groceries. Oh, Take yeah, the top yeah. down, just throw them in the back seat. Done. Yeah. Uh so that that's uh, been that was very fulfilling to do. I've been playing more Breath of the Wild. You played some Breath of the Wild. I did. I, I, I got a chance. The mini said that came out today. I talked about what a piece of shit game that was. <laughs> a, a statement that I stand by. Yeah. And you got to play it, and you said it was, quote, super duper fun <laughs> in, in in the most sarcastic voice you could muster. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't think I was hating it as much as you do, but... I the, was hating watching you play it. Yeah. Half of that because you suck, and half of that <laughs> because the game sucks. Yeah, uh, it was... The stuff I hated I, it would makes me not want to play that game. See, I think I think the reason why I played it before or wanted to play it uh-huh. is because everybody that was like, that was like, oh yeah, here play on my Switch. They were they had the equivalent of a level fifty in Skyrim, right? Yep, yep. Once you get level fifty in Skyrim, nothing nothing is is yeah, hard anymore. Yeah, yeah. All the challenge is gone. Like you hit fifty, you crank the difficulty up to legendary, and even then you're just like you're still one shot in bandits. It's like yeah. the only thing that gets hard that's as hard is the dragons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. That's what Breath of the Wild. So, I, you know, I'm playing and I've got like 35 hearts and all the cool weapons. But actually playing the game, it's like, wow, everything about this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I mentioned this 
someone said on Discord said, oh, yeah, you shouldn't play that type of game. It's not going to hold your hand. And I'm like, I don't want my hand held by a video game. Yeah. Um, it, 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 this, is, this game takes not holding your hand to an extreme level. But it doesn't because all the story stuff tells you the same fucking thing. It'll take you the same thing in the same dialogue section three times. Oh, yeah. Like you're like you're a mentally disabled three-year-old. Yeah. But then but then every every fucking every single fucking shrine. Here's a fucking spirit orb. This is what a spirit orb does. Every fucking shrine. I got it. I've done like 20 <laughs> of them. I got it. I got it. But at the same time you find a seed and it's just like it does something you can just fucking say, take me to the Broccoli Man. Where's the Broccoli Man? Put a fucking dot on the map. Can't put any dots on the map. Fuck if fuck you, anybody who likes that game. Anybody who likes that game, I will fight you in real life, <laughs> and I will murder you and your family. <laughs> yeah, Tim, you did not enjoy it. No, I didn't. Uh, it looks nice. Yeah, it looks okay. Yeah. What about what else? What else? What other things you have going on this week? Uh, let's see. Um... Doing a little bit of uh, whatever the opposite of spring cleaning, fall cleaning. It's it's almost no, no. fall now. In fall, you make a mess. <laughs> Usually, yeah. But um, I've got a family member who is uh, moving, and they're having a big garage sale, and uh-uh. uh, so we're getting rid of, we're getting rid of a lot of stuff here. I put together uh, some furniture yesterday. Uh, I'm playing uh, Persona Five Royal. I mentioned that on the mini set. I don't know. You if did. I, mentioned no, I don't it think you the, mentioned the regular episode. Regular, regular episode. I've got about thirty hours into it. In a week and a half. I think I hit 70 hours on Skyrim. Yeah? Yeah. Nice. Um uh I'm I'm really enjoying it. Um you it's it's not the kind of game you would like at all. Nope. Um cuz it's anime and anime is for degenerates. Basically. Yeah. Um uh but also it's it's a lot of reading. Oh. Can't stand uh, that. It's like fucking yeah. you, you can't hire a voice actor. You, I mean, so the, the oh, game, but you can because the, yeah. they you have voice acting sections, it's right? The same the, it's, same it's, problem it's, with fucking Zelda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 2020. Except, it's time to put voice actors in your game. Yeah. Oh, but we can regionalize. Meh, meh, meh. I don't care. Yeah, you're making a game in 2020. Make it fucking read to me. Uh, imagine if Zelda had like 50 times more dialogue though it would be 50 more times rapidly pressing the a button then the thing finishes that i didn't read yeah and because i'm still in proximity to the guy it starts again because i pressed a one too yeah. many fucking times you actually might enjoy persona because uh just about i would say like 95 percent of all um the dialogue scenes in that game you just press the options button and it fast forwards ah perfect the other thing that pissed me off. And if, you, and if you miss something that's important, you can just hit the L3 button and go through the text log of what was said. Ah. The other thing that pissed me off about Breath of the Wild is that uh, the skip button to skip cutscenes is different, like every fucking cutscene. I, I noticed, I, it's <laughs> one of the things I noticed when I was playing. It's like during regular dialogue, you can hit B, and then sometimes it's the plus button, and then sometimes it's B to, to finish the dialogue, and then A to skip to the next one. Yeah. It's and sometimes it's X. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, this is not the way games work in no. 2020. No. You press one button. One button skips your cutscenes. Yep. Every time a cutscene started in Spider-Man, you know what button I press? Triangle. Because yeah. that's the skip cutscene button. <laughs> that's what that button does. I don't think it does anything else in the game. No other function. Just skip cutscenes. I just push it sometimes in the middle of gameplay, just in case. <laughs> Always on guard. Fucking Breath of the Wild can't do that. I Oh, God. I saw the most cringeworthy 
the oh, this is this thing is pure cringe. Have you seen this? This is from the new Avengers game. Oh, is it? Is it the? Uh, I think I know what it is. Kamala, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. they deleted it. They deleted it. That's embarrassing. No. It's it was, uh, it was some, Kamala's some in a museum and some boys from, are mean to her. Yeah. And then she like talks quotes, to herself she, like she a quotes, psychopath. She quotes uh, an Avenger, I believe. Yeah. <sighs> no, she quotes the speech the girl gives in Captain America Civil War. Okay, okay, that's right. Sharon Carter gives the speech. Okay, yeah, she yeah, she quoted someone. Um and I'm just It like, was not uh, it was not well done. No, and no. then this is a the clip that I retweeted was a minute and ten seconds, right? Okay. And then there was another minute and twenty seven second follow up scene where Captain America's like, Captain Marvel would really like to meet you, kid. You're you're super cool. And I was just like, Oh but also two and a half minutes of cutscenes. What the fuck? That yeah. is too much of a cutscene. Fifteen seconds. That's all you got from me. Fifteen <laughs> seconds and then back to the gameplay. You want to tell me story? Do it during the fucking gameplay. That's kind of hard. It's pretty hard to do. Arkham City did it. Not a lot of cutscenes in Arkham City. There's a lot of like Alfred calling you and being like, hey, this is what's going on. That's even worse. Because no, that's because that's that worse. That's even worse because that is the that's the fa- that's the facsimile of gameplay. Hey, what? No, while you're playing the game, while you're having fun, Alfred calls you on the phone. Okay, like, I, I, was, I thought you were talking about the uh, like the walk and talks. The walk and talks are really fucking miserable. That's what I was talking. I was talking about the walk and talks. The walk and talks I'm against. Where you're talking, where you're talking to him, talking to him on your video. So you screen. can only walk and you can't actually get anywhere. Yeah, that's the facsimile of gameplay. Yes, that yeah. sucks. Cutscene. That's the worst. Cutscenes are the second worst, and then the one that's actually good is when it just happens in the gameplay. Gotcha. And uh, yeah. I've already watched two and a half minutes of cutscene from this game. That's too much already. I'm I'm pressing the triangle button. Let's get let's get on yeah, with the show. You're just not a uh, cutscene kind of guy. I'm I'm not a cringeworthy cutscene kind of guy. Of a kid, uh, psychopathic kid talking to herself <laughs> because she's the greatest ever. Yeah, they they. It's it's, it's weird. Do you still like Koala Khan? Oh, from the comics, of course. Yeah. yeah. This isn't the one from the comics. No, apparently not. I mean, I mean, the comics. She's 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 a fangirl, but like in the case that like she, when she's in her room by herself, she she writes fan fiction that you don't have to read, and has posters of characters up. But wow, and she, like she'll freak out when she sees uh, an Avenger in real life. But uh, it's not not particularly cringeworthy ever. That sounds pure cringe right now. Yeah. Maybe she should use her Captain Fantastic powers to make some big titties, and then she could be have some sort of value. <laughs> uh, anyway, are you ready to get into some issues, Tim? I believe I am. What's your first issue this week? Well, uh, earlier you talked about putting fingers in butts, so here's what I don't get. Black Panther. <laughs> African-American Panther. <laughs> no, uh, so uh, uh, Chadwick Boseman passed away last week. Yeah. And uh, it brought along just a slew of people um, that really like Black Panther. Yeah. And uh, I say, enjoy what you enjoy. Uh-huh. Right? I don't have a problem with, uh, for the most part, I don't have a problem with people liking other things or even things I don't enjoy. Yeah. Um, but there are people that, in, that, that, are, that 
insists Black Panther is like the best the, Marvel the, movie. Not even the best Marvel movie, like the pinnacle of the of the medium. <laughs> okay. Like this is yeah. top tier filmmaking. <laughs> and I'm like, slow your roll, buddy. This is a Marvel movie. <laughs> and not one of the better ones. I'm trying to think that, of like what the best Marvel movie as just a movie would be. And I'm gonna I'm we'll say it at the same time. Okay. Right. Uh, do you have your title in your head? Yeah. Okay, ready? Three, two, one, Captain Iron America, Man. Winter Soldier. Iron Man 1. Okay, Iron Man 1, also a good choice. That Because if anyone has never uh, never seen... Well. Iron Man? Yeah. If, if anyone had never seen the MCU, I would say at least watch Iron Man. It's, a good, it's just a good movie. Yeah, and I'd say the same about Civil War, or uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah, do you need the... You, do you, you, you don't. Yeah, you don't. You don't no, need. You don't uh, need anything. Uh, anything about. You don't need to know who Captain America is. You they don't need to know they, the Avengers. Right. They show you the flashbacks and stuff. Yeah. You yeah. get. It, you get it. You get it all. I mean, yeah. he's a character. This guy is his old old friend, old and buddy. he's now turned against him. You yeah. get it. Yeah, you it's, get it. it's easy. It's got they a lot of good action. The, they explain him having been lost time, lost in time yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah, everything's explained to you about the character. You get like the great, the great Captain America speech there at the end. You get yep. the good action scene. You get the subversion of the like I'm gonna punch the bad guy until he is dead. Yeah, thing yeah. to be like I'm gonna stand up and like try and do something with my from my, yeah. my friend. Yeah. You have that beautiful shot. I'll never forget this shot after the bottom of the uh, inside helicarrier collapses out from under him uh -huh. and he and there's just a very super slow-mo of him falling through space with all this debris. Oh, yeah. I yeah. love that shot. That is one of the only shots I've ever seen a movie in 3D and thought, like, this makes this shot so much better Yeah, yeah. to go from... To have, having depth. Ha yeah, because in 3D, you're like, Captain America's in the fore, and then you have all these bits that are suspended in space all around yeah. you. It looks amazing. Uh... So that's why that one's my choice, yeah. but uh, definitely I saw I saw see Black. I think I've I've seen Black Panther twice. The first time I've seen it a couple more times was the day before Infinity War. Yeah, I I went to the movies in the middle of the day, like a one o'clock showing of yeah. Black Panther. I was all alone in the theater. It's one of the best theater going experiences I've ever had. And then I had to watch Black Panther, <laughs> and I didn't hate it. No, I don't didn't hate it. Like I hated Captain Marvel. Yeah, because I thought Captain Marvel was just it was just pathetically it's a it's bad. A waste it's just of a, movie. a waste of a movie. Yeah, yeah. But it was so. It's just a bland. It's bland. Yes, it's I'm. It's very mediocre. It's there like, are because because and I think it's it's not just that it's mediocre. Is there are there are very good things about that movie. Yeah, but overall, it's a mediocre. They movie. They don't shine out so much. Yeah, that it it goes past being mediocre. Um, yeah, I I did not get the hype around that movie. Like that's people, the other thing people treat it like oh, this is the greatest movie ever made. Black cinema, black cinema. It, it was, that's 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 my other point is um, settling for this movie. Yeah, settling for this movie to be um, the uh, uh, the height and the milestone in black cinema. Yeah. Ugh. Not roots. Not like not something that's good. Not a Spike Lee. Not film. even a Spike Lee movie. Yeah, I mean, which those are those are hit and miss, and I, he's pretty full of himself. Oh yeah, but it's like you're gonna go with a a super duper corporatized. Yeah, just like did you? Did, I don't know if you even heard if you hear this. Like, there's a lot of stuff. This that's is like claiming your them. culture is Nike. 
bitch. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah. There's a lot of stuff about the movie and that has been come out since uh, he since Chadwick passed. One of them being that apparently Marvel's original idea was that T'Challa should have a British accent, <laughs> and Chadwick talked him out of it, saying that like Wakanda is supposed to be a hidden yeah country that has not been. Uh, colonized by by White Europe, people, yeah. yeah. So why would he have a British accent? Yeah, and he so he fought for that, and he fought for having the um, uh, the the native tongue of Wakanda be uh, Josa, which is the one with the clicks and stuff. Mm. I saw an interesting thing. It was an interview with Anthony Mackie, mm-hmm. and he was talking about the Marvel movies and how you'll be on set sometimes. You know, during something like Civil War yeah, yeah. or whatever, and like you're the only black guy for a hundred miles. Yes, you know, yeah. and uh, and but then he said it was it was weird on the set of Black Panther. Everyone was black. Yep, everyone, and he didn't find it appealing. Nope, because he was like, why why are these people not working on? It's back of the bus. Yeah. It, you, it is. You, know, you get to work on Black Panther. You get to work on, and then we got. And then we, a corporate overlord, we'll talk about how proud of ourselves we are because we gave you people yeah. a movie yeah. that you could all work on together. It's just, and I, I, I didn't care, but when I saw that interview with Anthony Mackie, I was like, oh, that do, it does seem like when you like you say back yeah, to the yeah. bus. I thought it, it felt like separate but equal kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah it, it. So I. I'm not impressed by Black Panther for the same reason I'm not impressed by them wanting to be in like, we're going to make Captain Marvel and it's going to have a woman director. And it's, gonna, yeah. it's like yeah. when you start to hire people based on the color of their skin or what's in their pants, it like you, in my mind, I'd have to ask myself if there was a white quota and it's like, did I get this job because I'm white or yeah. did I get this job because I'm, you know, actually good at what I do. Yeah. And I'd much rather know that I got a job because I'm good at what I do and not because someone was like, "Oh, we got." Uh, mm-hmm. I don't hire the white, the token white guy. Yeah, yeah. Black Panther is. It's just a uh, Hamlet. Uh, slash the Lion King. The story, story wise, it's been. I mean, it's. In, it's it's Hamlet. Except I, I guess except instead of his like uncle, ha- it's his cousin Hamlet. It's like a weird twist on Hamlet. Uh, it's is it though. What's the story of Hamlet? Well, the twist on it is the is the cousin coming from outside the the nation, not the uncle taking control. Oh, sure, yeah, inside, yeah. and that's actually one of the, the better parts of the the movie. Story. The movie is the villain is like one of the best villains in the franchise. Yeah, which, and then they kill him at the end of the movie. And it's like, yeah. well, and then it, and then it's like, oh yeah, we're gonna go ahead and do what he said. I mean, we're not going to go <laughs> kill everyone, but we're going to, yeah, yeah. you know, maybe Wakanda should do something to help others. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it was, that was a really weird ending for this, for the movie. Yeah. Yeah. And, but don't, not, not only that, the movie is, the movie is good. I like the beginning scene sequence. Yeah. I think the problem with my problem with the movie is rather than making like a superhero adventure, it's like a weird political royal family uh, drama series. Yes. Instead, yeah. so like the beginning where he he takes out the slavers and to get to the mm-hmm. the his girlfriend Lainey, and when they go to China to like get Korea, catch yeah, Captain yeah, Claw. Yeah. Yep. And his cat. Gadgets. <laughs> 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 uh, that's good. Yeah. But then it turns into like a 
uh, like, like a a royalty royal family drama. Yeah, yeah. After that, it's and then and then it's like, oh shit, we got to have an action sequence. So they have this big army battle that's dumb. It's dumb, yeah. And it, it ends with this CGI shit fest. Of, oh, that's it's man. I remember when someone took because uh, freeze frames of the of that final fight. Oh, it looks it looks so bad. It looks like it was uh, the the pre render that they cut yes. cut to. Yep. And then like, all right, we got all we wanted. Now let's do a final render. I mean, and they're like, movie comes out next week. Whoa, what? <laughs> I understand they ran out of time. Yeah. That I understand. But uh, what I don't understand is Marvel not giving them an extra ten million, which would do nothing to hurt that movie's. Final box office. Final box office to to have them finish it, so that uh, when it's on TV or even like a second, uh, even like finish it and then start sending that out to theaters because that movie played in theaters for a whole year and a half. Yeah, it was still in theaters when Infinity War came out. It came out in February. Infinity War came out in May. I saw Infinity War day one, and I saw Black Panther the day before Infinity War, and I was just like, this is crazy. Yeah. And it was still making money at that point. It was in it was in theaters for about a year, and that's so that's take, why it million. made a billion dollars because they just left it in theaters. They just parked it there and left it. Yeah, and then they bust kids in to see it. My my problem with the finale is not just the CG though. No, right. No. The problem is that from a story point, you had to do this stupid CG battle in order to make because you put both your your villain and your hero in the classic Marvel. Uh, just like the good guy, but bad. But, but, but bad. So it's two Black Panther suits. Yeah, and they're completely indestructible. So yep. it's like, well, how do we have them finally win? Like, oh, well, it's not. It's not winning by like superior intellect. It's not winning by. It's uh, he got lucky and saw the weak spot and used this like sound thing to make and kill them. And that's the end. Yeah, that's yeah. the end. It's just like you. You needed to write a better ending. Like, yeah, to begin <laughs> with, and then we wouldn't have the CGI problem. Even. Even something like, uh, like, do you Batman and Robin? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> do you remember how you remember how Batman and Robin ends, right? No, I don't. It's been a long time since I've seen so that movie. So Batman and Robin, um, the Mister Freeze uh, takes over the Gotham Observatory okay. and uses the telescope with his diamond machine yeah, to yeah, create yeah. into a giant ice laser. Okay, and he freezes Gotham City. I remember that much. And he, oh, they, they get on their special bat suits with silver highlights. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they go and up to the, and they, they, yeah, bat skates and they, no, bat skates at the beginning of the movie and they okay. don't have bat skates anymore. <laughs> they go up to the, the tower and they have to fight. And Batman sure. ends up knocking off Mr. Freeze's helmet. But at the end, the way he gets Mr. Freeze on his side is by, by talking to him. He tells okay, him, that's right. Uh, I, Poison Ivy tried to kill your wife. Yep. She disconnected her life support, but we kept her alive. She's safe. And then Mr. Freeze has a change of heart and gives Batman the cure to Alfred's debilitating disease. Oh, that's right, because Alfred has it, too. Alfred has the Mr. Freeze disease. I don't know yeah. what it's called. Pendleton's or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah something like that. Um, so you could have had that kind of moment, right? Where, yeah, like, yeah. instead of... Instead of uh, Bilbo Baggins flying a drone to blow up the machine. Maybe bad Black Panther's on the machine, and good Black Panther has to like fly up and dive on, and he's like about to unleash hell on uh-huh. on New York or something. He's like, "This isn't this isn't 
what the what, what will help our people. Yeah. And he like talks them down, and then maybe they work together to make. A new, like, try and make good outreach yeah. instead of destroying the white neighborhoods. They just they help prop lift up the black neighborhoods. Uh, and then now that Chadwick Boseman is dead, that guy could be Black Panther, but he can't because they killed his character. Exactly. So what are they gonna do? And, and then, Michael B. Jordan's a much better actor. Oh, great actor, great actor. He's he's one of the f- highlights of uh, Fan Force Dick. <laughs> he's one of the highlights of he's he's usually one of the highlights of most things he's in. Yeah, he's, he's a really good actor. He's a good actor. I'm, I'm, I'm just, I still wish you, uh, I mean, not wish, but I mean, I'm still, uh, you haven't seen the Creed movies. No, because I haven't seen the Rocky movies. No, um, which is a shame, but he is so good in those movies. I haven't seen two, of course, but at least, but, but definitely in Creed, mm-hmm. he is so good in those movies. It is. You must be talking about uh, Sylvester uh, Stallone, huh? Yeah, yeah. Actually, Stallone's not actually, good in any movie. No, he's re- actually Sylvester Stallone is pretty good and hey, also very good in Creed. Uh, <laughs> because uh, the same director, Ryan Coogler, uh, same. Uh, I don't know if he wrote Creed. I he might have. But he dire- he directed back Black Panther. Yeah, right? he directed Black Panther. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, did not do a good job. The they mm, the the Chadwick Boseman situation. The other problem with that is right is that. Right away, Screen Rant posted, published an article like, what they can do in Black Panther 2 now that Chadwick Boseman's dead. And it's just like, you people have absolutely no taste. No. Not even one iota of taste. Are you, for, you couldn't wait three days. We, so we, we brought in a too soon thing. Yeah. Right. If, if anything, that's the one. That's like, that's too soon. Oh, man. Like, it's like they had it raring to go. Yeah. Uh, you you got to think about it. Maybe they were expecting him to get hashtag me too. I think Screen Rant were the people that gave him the <gasps> butt cancer. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it's uh, I, I'm not really torn up about him being dead because he's a celebrity and I don't care, and I don't sure, care yeah. about the Marvel movies enough to be like, oh. I mean, even if Robert Downey Jr. died like tomorrow, I'd just be like, oh, that's too bad. Yeah. Uh, so I don't, I don't understand the celebrity mourning, like mourning a person you'll never know. Yeah, I mean, it the, depends. The parents that are posting shit online, have you seen some of these posts where it's like, there's a, there's a picture of this kid, like six or seven, mm-hmm. and he's got like his, it's a picture of him with all his Black Panther toys, and he's doing the Wakanda salute, and he's yeah. just crying. He's like, told my kid that uh, Chadwick Boseman died. Then <laughs> <laughs> you take a picture of him crying to post on the internet for clout, you fucking psychopath? There's a lot of steps in that chain yeah. that are really fucked up. <laughs> and first, the a, first one is telling your kid that his hero just died. Yeah, and then there was another one where there was like, I told my kid that Chadwick Boseman died, and they said, was it from police? And th- th- it's crazy my kid would say this. Like, yeah, you put that inside him! <laughs> you fucking lunatic! Yeah. You program your kid to think that when black people die, it's from the police. It's not. It's usually from other no. black people. Uh, a uh, a regular kid would be like, was it was it Killmonger? Did he kill him? <laughs> yeah, or, <laughs> or or they would just ask how? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how did he die? Was it Thanos? Did Thanos do it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, Seth. <laughs> Thanos gave Chadwick Boseman the the colon cancer. <laughs> he used the uh, reality stone to alter his butthole. <laughs> Let me just go on in there with my Infinity Gauntlet and check your prostate. <laughs> oh, no. 
Oh, now I'm power stoning him. <laughs> blue had no ring. <laughs> yeah, blew his own ring right out. It's crazy. He's made like eight movies since he was diagnosed. He apparently he he had uh, he still had stage three cancer when he was filming Black Panther. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I gotta have respect for that. People oh yeah. Work, I mean, work through that stuff. Yeah. I saw an in- interview with him where he talked about uh, when they were making Black Panther. And there were a few kids who oh, yeah, weren't going to make it. That was yeah. that was a real rough interview. Yeah. And it was like, man, not only is this guy like concerned about kid, but he's also has the cancer. Just yeah, no, he was from all from I mean from all I can tell, he was a great guy. He seemed like a great guy in all the interviews. Yeah, seemed like a really charismatic and interesting dude. That's and then the they thing. cast him as Black Panther and made him the most bland, uninteresting person in the entire MCU. Yeah, he, he was he was like cool in Civil War because he was mysterious yes. and like, but he had a small role. And they put him in his own movie, and he is the he is a charisma vacuum yeah. from. Every fucking other character around him. And I'm not saying every character needs to be like a Star-Lord or Peter Quill no. or Doctor Strange. But he but make, but he, he make, needs to have something going on. Oh, yeah. Especially when you've got, um, like, uh, Shuri. I, I thought Shuri was was excellently written in that movie. And the actress did a great job at, like, you know, portraying her on screen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is a, a, in a role that's vastly different than her comic book self. So, like, that's an original role basically yeah um that actress was really good at what she does um uh the lady that plays okoye from the walking dead the bald lady with the spear yeah she's just she's got that like that she's she's just very menacing right yeah and she's very menacing but also she's very protective Mm -hmm. um and then you got angela bassett playing his mom you've got um ghost dog playing his uncle yeah uh, and and those people are just like powerhouse actors, and then you got Michael B. Jordan playing the bad guy, and it's like you got to really elevate you what gotta he's do doing. It. Yeah, yeah, they didn't. It's no. and now that's his legacy. And it, I, yeah. I wonder if at a certain point uh, there'll be a they'll people will turn on this movie. I don't think so. You don't think so? Not you anytime soon. Yeah, ten years down the road, it'll be well, like yeah, 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 it'll probably. be like Batman '89 is not a good Batman movie. You know? Yeah. Once once we're Phase three is way in the rearview mm-hmm. mirror. Yeah. That's a good issue, Tim. Thank you. Well, uh, here's what I don't get. Unitarians. <laughs> I uh there was a picture from Kenosha of them the Black Lives Matter protesters burning down a Unitarian church, and the Unitarian Short Church, of course, had a sign that said Black Lives Matter. Yep. Which I think stands for please riot and loot here. <laughs> What? Yeah. It, I mean, it, it does, but they also kind of deserve it. Uh, most people, I, I don't know if I've talked about this before. I grew up in a Unitarian church. Did you know this? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you knew this. Yeah. Uh, so from- Because I, I also knew other people that went to that church. <laughs> I've been to every Unitarian church in Tulsa, every fucking one I didn't know there was more than one. There's a bunch of them. Really? Yeah, there was one right across the street from where you went to middle school. Oh, that was a- Oh that, yeah, that's right. That oh. was that was the church that I grew up in. Yes, I knew. I knew. Oh, that's, I right. that's right. That's uh, right. It was it was the Church of the Restoration. It was a Unitarian church, and it was. I didn't know it was. Well, I mean, it makes sense now. But yeah. yeah. Um, and then from there we went to. I was just say I assumed things about that church. <laughs> like what? Based on the area it's located. That it was a black church. Yeah, it was a black church. I know, but I didn't. I didn't assume it was Unitarian. <laughs> oh yeah, it was. A, it was a black Unitarian church. Um, 
and then so basically my family my mom is my mom hates uh religion but she also needs relig- needed religion eh, she probably still needs religion uh so we went to unitarian church when i was a kid and then she basically gets mad at every one of them and leaves. And then yeah. we go to the next one. <laughs> so it petered out when we went to All Souls, which is the biggest one, biggest one in the world. All is Souls really? is the biggest Unitarian church in the world. Huh. It's not that big. I know. Huh. Congregation-wise, I don't know if it's physical size. Maybe it's physical size, too, but I know it's... Well, it's, there's usually a correlation. So anyway, that's where my story ends, right? That's yeah. where my story begins, technically, and ends, <laughs> because I was christened in... Uh, all, at All Souls, mm-hmm. the Interior Church, and my we went to Church of Restoration, went to Hope, we went to another one that was on Yale, and then we ended up back at All Souls. By I, was, I was christened in the Catholic Church. Oh, oh. Amine su Domine. <laughs> oh no, I've been activated. <laughs> uh, so we about about my it was like sophomore year mm-hmm. uh i started kind of having the option about going to church oh. and so i stopped going yeah <laughs> because i hated everyone there i had my political awakening in middle school mm-hmm. seventh grade ish six sixth grade seventh grade i went from being a hardcore liberal to <laughs> fully swinging the pendulum the other way yeah, into yeah. becoming a hardcore conservative <laughs> And that was when I learned that Unitar- Unitarians believe in everything, right? They're accepting yeah. of everyone and everything uh-huh. and all different creeds and religions and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And that's like, that's the byline of everything you're told. Yes. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's fucking crazy. And, uh, but there is one thing they don't like, and that's conservative voices. Yeah. Because Unitarian Church is church for liberals. Yeah. So um, in the eighth grade, it was a seventh grade, eighth grade. In, in in middle school, we my church class every we learned about it was like a comparative religions course okay, basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. and every every once a month we'd go to whatever church we were talking about at the time. Uh-huh. So I've been to Muslim church, Jew, Jewish churches. I've been to a Mormon service that was awful. Really? <laughs> yeah, that was one of the worst experiences of my life. It was like three and a half hours, and Jeez. I was starving by the end of it. I was just like, oh, I hate every bit of this. <laughs> Uh, we went to Southern a Baptist Buddhist temple. Yeah, we went to a couple of different Christian denominations. I don't remember which ones. Yeah. Obviously, Mormonism, Presbyterians, uh, uh, Tyrannodontarians, <laughs> uh, Periodontitarians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the and that was interesting. That's where the best part of going to Unitarian Church is actually knowing, learning what religions are about. Other yeah. Than, yeah. Uh, but. They really hate conservative voices, and everyone hated me because I was very, very conservative. And mm-hmm. I got really tired of being there and being around those people because while they preach this ex- love and acceptance shit, they're yep. all they're actually secretly like really, really vile people, and it drives me nuts. So when I see this Unitarian church burning on the news, I'm just like, yeah. ah, you guys fucking <laughs> earned it. Unitarian church, we had a thing called uh, caucuses. Mm-hmm. You know what caucuses are, Tim? Kind of, yeah. Um. Yeah, so we know a caucus is like for an election, right? Yeah. The, the, where everybody like, oh, we're going to talk and everybody move into your groups, right? Yes. Well, what they would do is they'd be like, all right, everybody who's a minority woman, you go over here. And everybody who's not a woman, you go over here. All right, because the women are a minority, they're going to tell you what bad people you are. 
And for about 30 minutes, the women stand there and tell, tell us all about how men are awful. And okay. then it's like, all right, all the black people, which there weren't yeah. many of or any at all, yeah. all, all souls specifically. It'd be like, all right, black people, now you tell white people. And it's basically just like, uh, is there going to be a point where me as a white man can like tell someone that I think they're fucking stupid? Is there no. going to be like a conservative time? Oh, no, no, there's not going to be a conservative time. Oh, so I'm just here to be yelled at. Yeah. Okay, well, fuck you guys. Uh, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. It, it's it's white guilt, right? It's all about, it's the veneer of church, but with none of the actual belief or good. The belief, I think, yeah. is what leads to good deeds, but there's no belief. So the good deeds are just like, eh. Yeah, like like when I said it's church, it's church for liberals. Uh, it is in the sense that it's like, hey, uh, we don't like them uh, right wing uh, evangelicals, but we sure would like to be part of a community thing every week, <laughs> where we can say like, "Go be with God, and God yeah. be with you," or whatever. They they would do these the, the chant. They I mean, it was just like regular church, yeah. right? Except instead of giving a sermon about like how good God is and how you yeah. should be a good person, especially during election time, it would be like, uh, you know, Joe Biden is really trying to fight against, uh, racism and whatnot in this country and yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. They tell like weird parables. That, I remember one time the minister got up there and he told this long fucking story about like a screwdriver. Uh -huh. And that was his, that was his sermon as a parable about how like sometimes tools aren't right for every job, but they are right for a specific job. And uh -huh. uh, it's just like, Man, I wish you could just read a book from the Bible and be like, hey, <laughs> this is what the Good Samaritan was all about. Like, all right, cool. You think Biden has to, like, all the women before he goes have to be briefed, like, not to recoil if he makes a move towards them? Oh, of course. Of course. Please don't throw your head back. Don't cringe. If you feel hands on your shoulders, don't cringe. <laughs> if he starts sniffing you, don't worry. That's normal. Yes. Yeah. normal. Uh, it, it's truly awful. And what eventually pushed me out was, like I said, that I going to church became just like an hour and a half of me being yelled at by people that I also have to go to high school with. Yes. Because that was the other thing. <laughs> that was the other thing is like, I've, most of the people in my church class were also in my same high school. Yeah. yeah. And there were a couple of them that weren't like worthless human beings <laughs> but not many yeah so i just like get fucking chastised and bullshit and then yeah like i've i've i like i i've i i don't go to church but i've been in that church as as because there's like there's a, that's a thing you do in high school it's like yeah. oh we've got to meet for a school project there are various you know there's always library wherever the it's, church yeah. that just happened to be the one spot one time it's also it's so my my favorite story about All Souls Unitarian Church, Tulsa, Oklahoma, biggest Unitarian church in the world is. Uh, do you know who Bishop Carlton Pearson is? Kinda. He was a black bishop here in Tulsa uh -huh. who had a very he was very charismatic. They made a movie about him. Yeah, and he he went from being a intensely Catholic person uh -huh. to essentially adopting universalism. Universalism is that like any belief in God is good and all yeah. beliefs are equal and yada, yada, yada. So similar to, yeah. Well, Unitarian, Unitarian universalism is like Unitarian, just specifically the thing. Yes. So he would, anyway, it's still like a Judeo Christian type or. Just off the 
they don't believe in anything important. So it, I, it would, ju- I would just like, I would put it like if you had your tree, right. You've got like Muslim, Jewism, Christianity, Buddhism, Hinduism, all that stuff. Right. Unitarianism is a plop of poop that's down, mm-hmm. uh, across the park. By, but it's like in spaghetti monster or um like like where a, a Karen didn't pick up her dog's poop and put it <laughs> in a trash can. That's where the Unitarians are. They're in the poop. But they but the, the way they they would put it though is that we just believe in the tree. Yeah, they believe in the tree. Yeah. Yggdrasil, the uh, where all the <sighs> where the nine realms hang from. Uh, they actually actually occupy the same space, just uh, in different dimensions. And you use the Bifrost to travel. So it's out there with Scientology. That was that was Nordic mythology I was talking about. Go ahead, Tab. Anyway, <laughs> Bishop had uh, Bishop Carlton Pearson had his church Higher Dimensions, and it was a black, non basically a non denominational mm-hmm. Christian church where he preached his uh, his gospel of acceptance yeah. his his belief that Jesus died for everyone. There's no secret handshake. There's no acceptance. You are saved, whether you like it or not. You're saved, and yeah. I'm like. Hey, I like that. That's a good guy. I mean, yeah. That that seems like a real God thing. Well, uh, Higher Dimensions ran upon some tough times, yep. and they lost their building. Yeah. So the all-accepting Unitarian said, Higher Dimensions people, come join All Souls, the whitest church on the face <laughs> of the planet. It's, oh, man. it It is Wonder Bread. I think they're like maybe... Seven white pe- black people that went to All Souls when yeah. I went there as a kid. So, Higher Dimensions group joins the Unitarian Church. Unitarian Church, Unitarian Church is a lot like a Baptist church, right? Where the people don't dance and everybody sings the same key, and they're just like, like God. Is oh, so you good. have been to a Baptist? God I, I, I was, yeah. I was debating whether you had been to a Baptist church or not, but you definitely have. Yeah. Very, very straight laced, right? Have you ever been to a black church? Uh, no. Well, mm. I have from uh through movies. Uh, movies capture it. They do capture it. Sometimes they play it up. They do. They, they do tend to play. Black it up. church is a uh, black church is like no other c- c- kind of church. It's really the best kind of church <laughs> because they are really into it. Yeah, they're and super you can, into it. You can feel that. Rhythm. You can feel that energy of like the preachers preaching and they're like, yeah. you tell us about it. Yeah. Tell us all about it. God is good. And yeah. then you're like, you're like, yeah, this is great. These people are excited. Yeah. Well, higher dimensions, black church, very uh, charismatic, a uh-huh. lot of energy meets white wonder bread, not going to Christian church, uh-huh. but still want a community church and the white all accepting Unitarian Universalists, we believe in everything. Are like, hey, can we get the black people to shut the fuck up <laughs> during I mean, our church service? <laughs> I mean, seriously, they were almost there, frothing at the mouth, rabid racists, upset that black people came to their church and were were singing in like different a, keys, like a movie theater. How you gonna fucking harmonize? What the fuck? We all sing in unison, no harmonies. God damn it. Um. Which I found, I found, God, it was so funny. So funny, these people that are all, except we believe in everyone and everything mm-hmm. and all people, Black Lives Matter, but uh, God, don't let the black people come into our church. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a fucking bridge too far! Uh, I 
So what ended up happening was All Souls started having two services, right? They had the Higher Dimension service, yep. and then they had the White Wonder Bread service. And I think eventually Higher Dimensions just left. Bishop Carlton yeah, Pearson yeah. moved to Chicago and started a church up there. It's been highly successful, preaching his new gospel. But the point remains, Unitarians don't like black people, <laughs> and they don't like conservatives, and they don't like anybody who wants to sway the boat. They're basically uh, the the parents from Get Out. You haven't seen Get no, Out? No, I haven't seen Get Out. I just watched it last weekend. So uh, They're the parents from Footloose. Sure. And it's crazy, though, because like, the parents at a Unitarian church will be like, oh, yeah, let our kids smoke weed and, I mean, really out there, but then can be super conservative in really fucked up ways. Yep. And it's amazing. It's amazing. It's like... Eventually, so let's get back to my family story, right? I leave the church about the eighth grade, or about the ninth or tenth grade, mm-hmm. somewhere in high school. Before, so your senior year in high school, they do um, basically you spend the whole year preparing for a service where the seniors do the church. Mm-hmm. You know, we we give sermons and oh, like, okay. stand yeah, up, yeah. and uh, so. I wasn't quite. I wasn't anywhere close to doing that, but I was on the horizon. And as as an underclassman, you assist with that. Okay. So I knew it was coming, and I was like, I, my plan was basically just get up there and be like, um, "Yeah, my name's Tad Burt, and I just want to say fuck every one yep, of you. You've yep. made me feel completely ostracized because I have the audacity to believe a different political belief than than all of you. You've been nothing but rude to my sister. Fuck you, people." You are the worst of the worst while pretending yep. that you're some kind of all-accepting Christ-like white saviors. <laughs> you are nothing. You are nothing but a bunch of scumbags who come in here and pretend that you love any kind of church when you don't. You hate God. You hate other people. You hate things that are different. But, oh, man, we got gay people in here. But God forbid a fucking black guy walks up. So fuck you. And then I was just going to walk right out, right down the aisle, look every one of those people in the eyes and walk out. But I never got that far because I couldn't fucking stand being around them for more than the little bit of time I had to deal with those fucking people yeah. in regular high school every day. Uh, it was going to be glorious, man. It was going to be, I was going to burn that bridge and I was going to just fucking, oh, I was going to uh, napalm that fucker from orbit. Just nobody, nobody in the Unitarian church would ever talk to me ever again. It was going to be fantastic, which is then what ended up happening. Uh, the... So anyway, my sister has Down syndrome, right? Yeah. And my mom continued to go to church through my senior year, I believe. Uh, or maybe she quit just before my senior year. I don't remember exactly when. But the reason why she quit, it's very similar to the way that I quit. Reason why I quit. Because they always had to have a handler for my sister for some reason. Because God forbid she just interacted with the other kids. <laughs> yeah. Um. Because we typically put her in the younger, instead of putting her in her age bracket class, we put her in her mental capacity class. So they always wanted to have a handler with her to, and they decided where she went. And one day someone comes to my mom, the head of the children's church comes to my mom and says, if, um, if you could start calling us on like the Friday before church, that way we can make sure we have a volunteer here to deal with your sister, your daughter, my sister. 
uh, that would be great because we can't always find that person here. And my mom was like, are you fucking serious? And Lady was like, yeah, well, blah. And she's like, no, sometimes I just wake up on Sunday and decide, yeah, I want to go to church today. Sometimes I wake up on Sunday and think, no, today's not worth it. I'm not going to plan my weekend out for your convenience. She doesn't have to have a handler. Yeah. And they're like, well, we feel, and she was like, well, fuck you. So apparently we found out, I found out then, right, they don't accept conservatives. Mm-hmm. They don't accept black people, yep. and they don't accept the mentally disabled. Nope. <laughs> uh, but if you're gay, come on in. You're trans, come on in. You like to dress up in women's clothing, totally fine. You want to you wanna sing too loud, you're out of here. <laughs> okay? We don't handle that. Yeah. The, one, of the, one of the things that also drove my mom crazy was my mom would get to church. She usually sit near the back, mm-hmm. but she wanted to sit on the end of the aisle. So that if my sister got frustrated, she, they could just slip yeah, out. Yeah. And it's, it's also at the end of church, you could just slip out. But they're always like, squeeze in, squeeze in, everybody, squeeze in. And it's like, fuck you. I got here on time to get the seat that I want. You want to you want a seat? You fucking get here on time. People come into the church like fuck 20 minutes into the service. And they're like, can you scoot over? No. Fucking you sit at the <laughs> back or you stand back there, you motherfucker. God. Just the worst people. Just uh, awful, awful human beings. An awful belief system. It means nothing. You're just going up there. It's like church cosplay. And as much as I don't believe in the Lord and don't need to go to church, Uh if I was going to go to a church again, I'd go to a fucking Christian church where they believe in Jesus and they take fucking communion every week because at least those people actually stand by what they're fucking saying. Hmm. The ones that I've been to, I'm very, I'm okay. very discerning about the church that I'll go to. Okay. Okay. So let me put it that way. I went to Disciples of Christ Church for several years here in Tulsa, and those people actually mean what they say. Yeah, it's it, it can it can vary. That's the kind of community I would look for again if I wanted to go to church, sure, which sure. I don't, no. because it's like I could just sleep in on Sunday. Exactly. I'm fine with the Lord. The Lord yeah. and I, we're good. He's a huge piece of shit dickhead uh-huh. who. Uh, puts immeasurable suffering on human human beings and has allowed what is going on right now over 6% of deaths to happen to us. Sure. Where's your just and loving God? Yeah, that's what I fucking thought. Uh-huh. Um, so he doesn't really deserve me bowing down and telling him how fucking great he is. If he was that fucking great, he'd come down here and fix something or fucking say it to my face. <laughs> come fucking say it to my face, God. Fuck you. I'll say it to your face all fucking day. Suck my dick. <laughs> Take your fucking son on his stupid fucking tee and shove him right up your ass. And that goes for all of them. Muhammad, fuck you. Fuck you and your followers. Fuck all the Hindu gods, all you fucking weird mutant motherfuckers. <laughs> six arm having Fucking six arm motherfuckers with your goddamn elephant head. Get the fuck out of here with an elephant head. The Egyptian gods? Fuck the Egyptian gods. All huge pieces of shit. Anubis is really cool, though. No. No. Dog face? Fuck dog face. Fuck the Norse gods. (laughs) Fuck Roman gods. Fuck the Greek gods. Fuck all the gods. If you got a god, you got a special god yourself, fuck the flying spaghetti monster. (laughs) That's my new... I'm I'm a fuckitarian. Fuck your gods (laughs) and fuck you. Satan worshippers? Fuck you, too. You're not... No one fucking buys that. Satanists are not Satan worshippers, though. There's a difference. Fuck Satanists, too. Fuck them all. Satanists are actually more like... uh, 
I, I was gonna say Unitarians, but it's 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 more like uh, they're more like humanists. I'm a secular humanist. Yeah, that's that's the closest you get to getting a a religion out of me. Secular humanism. That's, that's kind of what Satanists are. Except uh, I'm not a Satanist because I don't believe in Satan. Well, that brings us to Miller episode, which means it's time for... This episode is brought to you in part by the Ricada News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, Tim, what news do we have today? Uh, our first news story comes to us... Um, from, from Amsterdam. Your local grocery aisle. We all know that Angemima has been canceled. Yeah. And someone's got to take her spot. Okay, who's it going to be? And who better than Master P himself? Master P. Uh, Master P has launched a new line of Uncle P food products to offer consumers a black-owned alternative to brands that use black names and imagery but don't often give back to black communities like uh, Aunt Jemima and uh, Uncle Ben's. Cool. So what he's saying is, I need to buy Aunt Jemima's and Uncle Ben's because uh, I don't do business with racists. <laughs> uh, he's got a new line of Uncle P's Louisiana seasoned food products, which includes rice, beans, grits, pancake mix, syrup, and oatmeal. Uh, a portion of all profits go towards edu- educating inner city kids and assisting elderly people in black communities all across the United States. Uh, and a portion, of course, like 1%. Uh, and of course, what mascot would you use for uncle P's other than master P himself? He's on every box. Uh, you, you, you don't know who master P is. No, I do know who master P is. And you know how I know who master P is Is it from television. It is from television. Yeah. It's from dancing with the stars. Oh, that's where, you know, he was on an episode. He was on a season of dancing with stars. And he was fucking awful. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, I don't rep. doubt it. Uh, yeah, or super early 90s. Make he him refused say, to wear the dancing shoes. Make him say, uh. And he just kind of like rattled back and forth while his dance lady just danced around him. That yeah, sounds felt, a lot like Master P. I felt bad for her because it's like you had no chance of winning. Well, she she was, won the next season. Yeah, he was also, he was, how I mostly know him outside of his music uh, from the early 90s is he was a sitcom dad. Uh, there was oh, yeah? a Nickelodeon, had Nickelodeon had a sitcom, uh, uh, basically he, he created this, uh, he had a up and coming young, like super, like 12 year old rapper named Lil Romeo. Oh no, that's not who I'm thinking of. No. Yeah, it is. Yeah. That's the guy right there. Yep. Uh, he had this up and coming, uh, young rapper named Lil Romeo and he got him a TV deal and he, it was, he had a sitcom where he played Lil Romeo's dad and it was really weird cause he's not a really good actor. Yeah. Is he good at anything? Uh, he's good at making you say "uh." Mar- marketing himself to like urinating. He- he's probably a master. Yeah, he, yeah I bet that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> well, Tim, what's your next news story? Uh, our next news story comes from uh, Whitby, Whitby, Whitby. Whit. That's a weird name to say. Whitby, Ontario. Um, a an Ontario woman uh, battling lung cancer who breathes through a hole in her neck was kicked out of her local bingo hall because her breathing hole wasn't covered by a mask. Oh, my goodness. 
Yeah. Uh, she does. She, her son says that she doesn't go out anymore unless it's to play at a casino or bingo hall with her friends. That goddamn bingo. Give me it. Uh, she's 67. Um, and when Delta Bingo reopened following uh, their, their, co- their shutdown, um, she was told by management to leave if she didn't cover up the hole in her neck. She implained she explained that that was impossible to do because that's how she breathes and stays alive. Yeah. Um, well, oh, that's uh, this is the world you people created. Yeah. Your neck. Six percent. Six percent. Her son said that uh, his mother was uh, so embarrassed and didn't want to create a scene. So she voluntarily left. And when she got to the parking lot, she broke down and started crying. Uh, and then, uh, that's when the manager came back out and, uh, was like, Kicked oh, Kicked her in the, in the box, <laughs> like, right? Slipped a bingo ball. Fuck you, know. bitch. Uh, at that point was like, oh, no, you can, you can come back in. You can come back in. But she was like, fuck you. I'm not coming back. Put a cork in now it, she bitch. said, fuck you. I'm not coming back. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Uh, but, uh what a man. What a topsy-turvy world we're in. What is it? Read it. Yeah, Todd, what's what's our next news story? Elon Musk. You know who that is? Sure do. Got that musky smell. Uh, he claims uh, that brain implants will help humans combat existential threat of AI. Existential. That's, Sorry. That sounds like, you know what that but, sounds but like to a, me? He put a chip on a, on a, like a live pig. pig yeah. And it's, yeah. it's like a, you know what that sounds like to me, Tim. Uh, have you ever seen the movie Scott Pilgrim? Yeah, there's a I saw I heard, I heard about this news story today. I saw a screen cap from the movie Scott Pilgrim. You've seen it, right? So there's a G played by um, that one guy. This is the one knows. where he's like a guy in a goofy suit and the chicks in front of him. And it's like this is what Elon Musk will look like when he puts the the chip girl, in like, Grimes. Yeah, yeah, his girlfriend. Yeah, uh, and he just suppressed uh, the uh, dude from Facebook. Talk to. Zuckerberg. 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 Yeah. yeah. With the uh, money. Oh, that's well, good to know. It sounds to me like that that line that uh, a ner- the neural link will make you people less afraid of AI. You know what that sounds like to me? What? Resistance is futile. Kinda, your your yeah. lives will service us. You will it's service just a Fitbit us. in your skull with tiny wires. Uh huh. Uh huh. That stimulate and record just, stuff out of your brain. It's just a neural link. It's 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 non hackable. Sorry, we're uh, canceling your Twitter account and also all of your memories. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not doing it. Oh, he said oh. you can put it in a, a pig's brain and then remove it, and it's there's no uh, big. It, it's still no harmful normal. side effects. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. But I think he's just trying to corner the market, so. For the, for the sex robots what happens what happens when like uh you get a bad update and just like oh you got a bad update so now you had to have a stroke <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with you do you have a stroke no i'm driving my norlink it's bad i'm trying to roll back the driver right now but i couldn't want to use one hand to tap on the keyboard well we've got one last news story here um this one comes from our good buddies down under Australia. Yeah. And uh, so we've got, uh, you know, the pandemic has, has, has uh, the so-called pandemic 
has uh, heard a lot of things. Pandemic. Yeah, has heard a lot of things. It's it's uh, it's hurt our econ- the national economy of everywhere basically, right? Uh, plunged a lot of people into unemployment. Uh, but there is one little industry in Australia that is booming. Rock yeah. might. And that is snake catching. <laughs> there's a lot of snakes in Australia. Because not only is, is there a lot of snakes in Australia already, but now we got all these people staying home. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And not and they're noticing there's snakes in their house. Well, not no, not just that, but like, um, there's no one like because there's no one outside like getting rid of snakes, right? Uh, there's no one outside calling in like, hey, there's a shitload of snakes right here. Come get them. Look at that beauty. Right? No one's, there's a, there's a lack of, um, uh, there's a lack of, yeah, there's a, there, well, there's, there's an increase in snakes, basically. <laughs> and so uh, snake catching is. Uh, I am tired of these motherfucking snakes <laughs> on this motherfucking continent. Yep. Um. You got, uh, of course, the summer. It's they're starting their summer. Grass yeah. is growing. Mm-hmm. People are staying inside. They're mowing their lawns, but there's all these places that aren't getting mowed. Yeah. So snakes are thriving in those places. Goddamn snake in the grass. Um, th- this guy, uh, there that the interview, uh, Raymond Hoser has been catching snakes professionally since the 1970s. He's bu- he says he's busier Hoser. than ever. Uh, he's just, just he's. Getting twenty to thirty calls a day, uh, nice. catching snakes, um, which is which is I believe up from the uh, nineteen to twenty nine calls per day that they usually get because yeah. they're in fucking Australia. <laughs> or there are a million snakes. Yeah, but I mean, you know, I know Tab, you're looking for maybe a change of employment. I'm not fucking going to Australia. <laughs> Australia has the most harsh lockdown of any fucking country on earth, and I'm, it's not, not working. I'm not saying you have to go to Australia. Uh huh. But I'm just saying the snake catching industry is booming. Yeah, I could Maybe. be. I could be the next St. Patrick. <laughs> yeah. 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 Fuck St. Patrick. Fuck that whole stupid myth. I've heard they really like uh, American guys over there too. I've heard I've heard that it's a shithole country that's ninety eight percent desert that you have to make these giant trucks to drive shit across the country instead of I don't know sending a boat. <laughs> well, that's uh, that. This has been the Ricky the Butt Network because there's always a piece of shit somewhere. Well, that takes care of our legal obligations this week. But you know what it doesn't take care of Tim? Probably buying you some more snake shot. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to buy more snake shot, you can visit us at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for Here's what I don't get. Which is the name of the show. And there we have five tiers. We have the one buck tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly minisodes. We just put one of those out talking yep. about Breath of the Wild and bottle caps, among two other things. That's a long one too. It's like an hour and twenty five minutes. Yeah. It's yeah. a feature it's a feature length it's basically an episode. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Uh, then we have our two bucks here. We throw random bits and bobs. We've got a before and after of Joker coming out here pretty soon. Uh, spoiler alert, neither one of us liked it. <laughs> uh, then we have our $5 tier. We do our monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get in the, mid of the middle of the month. And then we have our $10 tier where you, the fans, submit a film 
we sit down and watch it and record a feature link commentary. The voting is up right now for the, excuse me, this month's movie commentary. And the movies are Teeth, Blazing Saddles, Reservoir Dogs, The Guest, The Karate Kid, doesn't specify which which one, one. so I think the uh, Jaden Smith one. I've I've seen both of them. Oh, I haven't seen the Jaden Smith one. Lucky And Lucky Number 11. I mean, it's got Jackie Chan in it. Yeah. And he's Jackie Chan charming in it. We could also just watch the series. The series? Yeah. There was... Oh. Oh, that's Cobra Kai. That's Cobra Kai. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, I let me see. I haven't I'm seen. What, what was? Okay. I think Teeth is the only one I haven't seen. But I, I know remember when that came out. Uh, I do. It was like oh seven or something. Maybe yeah, it was when we were in high school and everyone was talking about it. Like, yeah. what if you had teeth in your vagina? <laughs> like, uh, vagina dentata. I believe is the actual the medical, actual medical, medical condition. Yeah, that's gross, and I don't know why you know that. And you should be embarrassed. <laughs> so uh, be sure to go vote there. And then finally, we have our $50 Spite Producer tier, where you get to make the calls on the show. Right now, we have one Spite Producer, Gray Bush, who has requested that Dead Helm only be allowed to leave, uh, only be played 30 seconds of any one random voicemail. Yes. So uh, we thank you. Thanks to a big thanks to that, uh, Gray Bush, for sponsoring the show so, th- what, uh, voraciously. And if you want to get in on the spite, you can join that tier also. But uh, that let's move on back into some issues, Tim. What is your second issue this week? Here's what I don't get. Uh, is the case against backwards compatibility. The case against backwards compatibility. Yes. Uh, early this morning, um, Ubisoft game company accidentally uh, leaked what their internal might, memo no it was uh they accidentally leaked what might be some information it has since been taken down uh apparently they said that uh, the new PlayStation 5 will support PlayStation 4 games sweet but will not support PlayStation 1 2 or 3 games which is something that had been has been heavily rumored uh, about bad. the PS5 that wasn't it, the PS2 one because there's a hardware difference there, it's all hard. It's all hardware differences. Um, the so they're going to put an emulation to be able to run PS3, two, and one discs. Well, they should. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, uh, despite that information being taken down from whatever Ubisoft thing, I think it was. Uh, I think it was um, information on one of their upcoming games for this fall, probably Watch Dogs. Um, yeah, because it was about you know the whole PS4, PS5 thing. Um, Maybe they're going to do what uh, Nintendo did, where uh, NES and SNES games on are the Switch on the yeah they're emulated on the Switch. They they have done that. They've digitally. released a couple of PS2 games that way. Yeah, uh, which but but specifically, aren't they all free? Uh, the Nintendo and SNES ones are free for the online users. Yeah, yeah. so they may do that. Where like if you have a PS Plus, you can emulate old. A, a catalog of PS one, two, and three games. That is t- that is totally. I think that's a great option. Yeah, because um, then you, then you don't have to manufacture discs that like like ten people are going to want to play. You know. Well, the thing is, they already have those discs, right? And if they don't already have those discs, um, and they want to play that game, they're willing to pay. I guess that's true. The for the you know the digitally emulated version, 
Um, but here's the thing. I, I, I think that that information was entirely correct because um, Sony's always, Sony has never really been super good about backwards compatibility. Yeah. The PS2 and PS1, the that PS1 was, was, that was, they were similar enough. And there was one model of PS3 that was backwards compatible. The original model. Yeah. Because. One of those was still on Craigslist recently. The, the original fat PS3. You know why? They literally just shoved the PS2 in there. Alongside the PS3 hardware? Yes. Nice. Well, that's how they did that. Um, and then the PS3 was just a pain for anyone to uh, code onto, apparently. Yeah. Uh, they, I mean, I, I heard just recently that they say they could get PS4 level stuff out of a PS3 chip. It's just such a bastard to work with. No one wanted to do it. Ah. Um, and so the PS3 has, has not been... Uh, Backwards compatible on the PS4 at yeah. any time. The close the the thing they have closest is their PS Now thing, which is basically, hey, you pay a monthly fee and you get uh Netflix like access to a PS3 on a server somewhere that's streamed to your yeah. PS4. Um so they've no they've never been super good about backwards compatibility. I'm surprised they're even letting the PS4 be backwards compatible. I I, I think the only reason they're doing it is because when they moved to the PS4, they moved to x86 architecture, which all compute basically all other computers run on. Yeah. So it's just an ease thing. You know, they, it costs them nothing to do. Yeah. Basically. It gets them um, goodwill. Yeah. And uh, so everyone was, was people were up in arms about this this morning. Uh, and then someone reminded me that uh, Jim Ryan, currently CEO of uh, PlayStation, um, this is a little ditty he talked about. Jack about, and Diane. About Jack and Diane in 2017. Mm. Um, he was talking to Time Magazine and uh, he said, quote, we've dabbled, when we've dabbled with backwards compatibility, I can say it is one of those features that is much requested, but not actually used much. Uh-huh. How do they know that? No idea. <laughs> uh, I... I mean, but even if it was true, and that's the other thing is like we've dabbled in it, but it hasn't been used much. It's like, yeah, but you haven't you haven't done it. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's like, yeah, we uh we did studies on whether or not people like roads without potholes in Tulsa, but um we uh we're, there's no proof that anybody actually wants that. <laughs> Everybody's still driving on the pothole roads. Like, yeah, because they have to. They have to. They don't have a fucking choice. Exactly. Um, he says, and it keeps keeps going that. And I was at a Gran Turismo event recently where they had uh, PS1, PS2, PS3, and PS4 games. They had all the old uh-huh. Gran Turismo games. And the PS1 and PS2 games, they looked ancient. Like, why would anybody play this? Because nostalgia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know that little PS1 classic console that you put out that sold? A billion copies. Yeah. If that, they shortchanged it by not manufacturing enough. Yep. I mean, there's a whole retro retro gaming pie communities that's making these old console games playable again through emulation. And then even going further than that, there's the people that are getting old Sega Genesis, old PlayStation carts and 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 actually playing the games on the old hardware on their new TVs or getting, there's a, I mean, there are people in our discord and, I know people in other discords yeah. that are also like, oh yeah, I got a, I picked up a free CRT uh-huh. because 
Uh, I've been playing SNES games, yep. and they look way better on my CRT yeah. than they do on my flat <laughs> screen. It's just like, in 2020, people are excited to get a free CRT in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, if I found a decent-looking one, I'd pick one up. Well, I'll keep an eye out for you, Tim. Yeah. I have um, no want of a CRT ever again. No. And and by, a, by I mean, I wouldn't want a huge one, you know. No, you have to have a huge one. Otherwise, they're fucking unusable. <laughs> Absolutely unusable. Uh, but yeah, I, I just don't, I don't get the case uh, against it um, in any form. It's like. I mean, the only, I get the case. And, the, and this is coming from someone who does not replay video games. Yeah. I really don't replay video games. Yeah. Uh, at all. Even my favorite ones. I get the case for being against backwards compatibility for things when it's like at a certain point you just got to let go, right? We're on to if it takes if it takes adding new hardware to your system, yeah. And it's going to cost an extra 50 bucks to make the system backwards compatible by putting PS2 hardware mm-hmm. back into it. It's just like ah, it's not worth it. We'd rather cut, shave the $50 off to keep us competitive with the Xbox, which is also not backwards compatible. No, the Xbox, the new series, Xbox Series X. Still is, play Xbox One games? It, it, it plays the whole line. I mean, the original Xbox game. Yeah, the 360 was backwards compatible. Was the Xbox One backwards compatible? The yes. 360? Uh, see, I didn't know that. And therefore is also backwards compatible with the original Xbox. But that's also Microsoft, who is uh, does real computers. True. So they're... All about backwards Sony compatibility. Ju- Sony, I mean, Sony only figured out how to let you change your PSN name a y- two years ago. <laughs> that's why. That's why we ju- we um, jumped from Windows eight to Windows ten. Do you, do you remember that? Yes. Do you remember why we did that? No. Because lots of softwares that needed uh, certain levels of usability, mm-hmm. they essentially. It would search. It would be like, all right, this version, this software only works on Windows ME, Windows mm-hmm. XP, right? Yeah, yeah. So look for Windows 9X, and if you find Windows 9X, it means That's this is right, Windows 95 because it was 95, 97, 98, yeah. Uh, and therefore, it will not work. That's right. And so in order to just save that whole headache of having to fucking make old software work yeah. properly, like we're just jumping straight to 10. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. We, we, we jump straight to seven. Yeah. So, and from seven, we went to Vista or no, we went from Vista to Vista, seven, eight, 10. Yeah. We went from Vista to seven and then seven to eight, then eight to 8.1. Then 8.1 to 10. Who cares? Who cares? And the next one will probably be called something stupid again. Yeah, I, I, I mean, to be honest, I, I think they'll go with a, with a iOS kind of thing, like where, where it's a service. Yeah, like you'll have you'll you'll own Windows and just you'll just eventually for the next ten years you'll be guaranteed the updates. updates or yeah, the. Uh... But here's the thing, right? Um, yeah, if 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 they have to, you know, on a hardware level, put something in there. I think that's understandable. But the thing no. is, I've got, I mean, PS1, PS2 emulation, it's solved. Yeah. I mean, so, they have the, they, they can make their little Raspberry Pi m- micro console. So just 
I will be playing for the first time the Silent Hill series September and October for for my Halloween stuff. Okay. Uh, I've been playing the Silent Hill series for what the first time. What are you playing time. them on? My computer. Okay. Through emulation. Yeah. Which is why I brought it up. Um, I wasn't sure if you were building a retro pie or something. No, I've got a PC. I mean, why, I, don't, I, wouldn't, I don't need, I have no need for a retro pie. Okay, Mr. Fancy Pants. <laughs> I don't because. I don't need your little tiny computer. No, no. I, I like, I've got my big adult computer. No, my computer looks like my computer. Uh, someone, oh, someone, one of my friends called my computer. Because I sent him when I got like my desks, my my new desk all set up. I yeah. sent him my my uh, setup. He's like, hey, you've got the GameCube too. Because <laughs> my computer is That's just pretty the, good. It's the big cube. <laughs> it, it just it's missing now, the handle. Now I bet you wish it had the op- top opening disc tray. Uh, the top opens. But it does. That's not where you you can't put a disc in there to play I, a game. No, but I but it it looks like it though because my seat because my um my mobo is uh horizontal. Oh, so I mean it's got the CPU fan. It's right there in the middle. Oh. It's this big old circle. Um, no, I love. I mean, I it's that I like that case because uh, I can just unplug everything and literally open up the case and throw a DualShock Four or uh, I can like I can throw a DualShock Four in there. Uh huh. Close it back up and just. Take it with you somewhere. Take it with me somewhere. Yeah, um, I can I can throw the power cable and the HD and an HDMI cable in there too, um, and just travel case. It is. It's kind of cool, um, but it doesn't have a handle built into it. No, that's I could, too bad. I could build. I could. I mean, yeah, you ought to. You can yeah. buy those ones. I have one for my computer. That, uh, uh, it just like wraps around. You strap it on. I'm actually nice I'm actually looking at, at changing cases, uh, just for us. Um, it's a size thing. Uh. But yeah, there's a Leon Lee case I was looking at that totally just has a handle on top. Yeah, I, I remember uh, there was a PC we had at one point that had a big handle on top, yeah. and I was like, "Why would I fucking need this?" Yeah. I mean, it makes sense when it makes sense when they're small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a big fucking computer. Yeah, but like, so I don't, uh, I don't have a PS One. Yeah, I don't have a PS Two. Yeah, I don't have a PS. No, you don't have a PS Two. We sold it. You were, wait. Yeah, we sold it to Best Buy. We gave him a shitty controller. Oh, no, we sold mine with a, with your shitty controller. So you may still have one somewhere. I may still have a PS2 somewhere. Yeah. In any case, I'm not going to go to... I mean, I could... Actually, if I find that PS2, I might actually... Well, no, because now... Because what would I do with it? I've got AV cables for it. Yeah. Where am I going to plug those AV cables in? I don't know. I've got a PC monitor. Yeah, I mean, I could probably. I mean, I think there's a TV in our house with RCA cables. Get a pocket knife and cut the, you know, splice it. Splice into into where the HDMI port? Just, just you splice it and then just no just put the two wires directly into the outlet. <laughs> and see it, see how long it takes to catch on fire. Anyways, if that sounds like a lot of work uh, outside of. Uh... Yeah, that's that's too much for. A play, tab's, tab's showing me a Craigslist listing, local Craigslist for a PlayStation 2 with 56 games yeah. for $100. $100? You can talk them down $75. Yeah, you get 80 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Need for Speed, Hot Pursuit 2. That's a great game. <laughs> Stuntman, Smuggler's Run. You like Smuggler's Run? Ridge Racer 5, uh, SRS, Midnight Club, Starsky and Hutch, Spy Hunter. Spy Hunter. Oh, that's... The, 
Oh, that's right. Burnout 2, Gran Turismo Ew. 3, Need for Speed Underground, yeah. American sure. Chopper, NFL 2K3, Man. NASCAR Thunder 02, oh, 03, no. 04, and 05. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Oklahoma. What do you expect? Tiger Woods PGA Tour 2006, and a second copy of that, and also <laughs> 2004 and 2005. Two copies of Outlaw Golf 2. Oh, wow. So that's not really 56 games. Now we're down to 54 <laughs> games. Uh... And what is this? NFL, NB, and what is it? Baseball Triple Play 2002, whatever the NBL and MLB. MLB. Yeah. Ghost Recon, Kill Switch, SOCOM, SOCOM, something else. SOCOM, SOCOM 2, SOCOM 3. Desert Storm, Reign of Fire. That that movie, wow. Fireblade, Ace Command, Strike Force, a Hot Wheels game, Ratchet and Clank. Fisherman's Bass Club, <laughs> Bass Strike, the Mission Impossible game, uh, Cabela's Dangerous Hunt, Big Game Hunter, Monopoly Party, four controllers, World Championship Poker, four memory cards, a racing wheel uh-huh. with pedals, and it's the silver. Whoa, it's the slim. The yeah, white, the, it's the silver white... slim. Wow. And and a case to hold it all, Tim. That's a pretty good deal. That's a good that deal. That is a good deal. Uh, but you know what sounds a lot I'll easier? I'll give you my one PlayStation 2 game that I still own. I think I still have a couple also. It's uh, uh, 24 the game. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, They made a game of that show. I, I recall. Um, but you know what sounds a lot easier is um, downloading an emulator, which I've already done. Uh, okay, quitter. <laughs> and downloading uh, the couple games I want and just clicking on play and just playing them with on my on a on a DualShock 4, mind you. I bet you can find an adapter to DualShock 4 into a PS2. I bet that exists. I'm pretty sure I've got a controller if I don't have a system. No, no uh, I mean I mean uh your DualShock 4 into the old PS2. I'm, no, I'm saying I, I, I'm sure I have a PS2 controller if I don't if I don't if I don't have a console. Um, but like like I said, PS1 and PS2 emulation that's been solved on PC. Throw that in the PS5. <laughs> <laughs> See, you can use your you can use your DualShock Four on your PS2, Tim. Yeah. Crazy, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, that's been solved. PS3 emulation is getting better by the day. It's um, it's a hundred percent complete on like I think more than seventy five percent of the games yeah. they ever made, yeah. Which is a pretty good odds. Oh, just shove that in the PS five. Like I don't know. I don't think I don't think there's a case against it, especially when you're just not doing it, mm-hmm. and then being like, well, nobody wants it. If the if the PS four had had backwards compatibility, with yeah, and it's always on the internet connect connection right and they're like uh using anonymous user data we saw that five percent of consumers played ps2 and Mm -hmm. ps1 games and 15 percent played ps3 games so we don't see a market in doing it for the ps5 because it adds a hundred dollars the price tag keep your ps4 and be like okay okay that's fair that's fair but when it's like we haven't been doing it and i mean people are holding this guy's got 56 games for his old ps2 yeah, yeah, yeah. he was keeping that for some reason mm-hmm. i mean otherwise you would have traded in 15 years ago to get a ps3 yeah 
Uh, it's yeah. And, I'm I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and like a, a cutoff point, I can understand a cutoff point too, right? Yeah. If they had said, you know, we really wanted to, but you know, we're moving on to something that is so next gen, uh, that it would just be a nightmare to do any backwards compatibility. Like, but we're going to make we're sure to data crystals. The PS five mm-hmm. will be compatible with the PS six and seven. It'll be like, all right, cool. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. We'll guarantee. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Yeah. And then, but because we're committed to it mm-hmm. in some form. Yeah. It's just not going to be now. Now we're, now we're starting with this. Well, in and mind. You know, you know what it is? It's crazy because, uh, once, once the Xbox one threw in three sixty through 60 backwards compatibility, which they didn't launch with it. Yeah. They, oh, it was patched in? They announced it at like an E3. Huh. They're like, hey, we're, yeah, we'll patch this in. Um, here's Mass Effect, you know, one running on an Xbox One. Um, sales for old 360 games shot through the roof. Really? Especially stuff like um, Red Dead Redemption, where like we knew that Red Dead Redemption 2 was coming out in a year or two. Mm-hmm. Sales for that shot through the roof. Sales for the old Call of Duty games shot back through the roof because they're like, holy shit, I can play my my old favorite Call of Duty game on my new console. Yeah. Yeah. Gears of War 1 and 2. I think they're one, leaving two, mon- I think they're leaving money on the table. I think so too. I agree. That's a good issue, Tim. Well, here's my second issue this week and the last issue this week. Here's what I don't get. Freedom of the press. I think we need to radically I think we need some common sense first amendment control. Tim. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh I don't think that we should have people should have their voice amplified on uh, by high capacity cable stations. Mm-hmm. I don't think that we need to have uh, weapons of broadcasting in a civilian world. And I think the media needs to be held accountable for the bullshit that they spread. Yeah. Uh, the press was supposed to be initially, the founders believed the press to be the fourth branch of government. They would hold the government yep. to account for their actions. But now they're just a bought and paid for shill for the Democratic Party and other globalist scum. Or- I drank a lot of Alex Jones <laughs> coffee this morning. Uh, uh, the, here, the, my problem with the press is that they just, they just do. Right. And then once they're once it's everything said and done, they're so far down the tracks, no one cares anymore. No one looks back. No, no looking one's back. looking back. Yeah. Uh and they're destroying lives. And when they do get held to account, they don't fucking learn anything. Do you remember the Nicholas Sandman CN do you remember Nicholas Sandman? Do you know who I'm talking about? I think so. He was the kid who went to some I think it, I don't remember what it was. It was I think it was like an anti abortion rally or something. And he was wearing a uh, MAGA hat. And the Indian guy came up and got in his face. Okay, yeah. And was like banging on his drum and singing like, Oh, full of shit, not actually an Indian. I'm a liar. I wasn't a Vietnam vet. That kind of thing. The pipeline. Uh, No, it wasn't the pipeline. It was in D.C. And anyway, he, he he was essentially... He was defamed in the in the news. Yes, he sued CNN. He got a fucking private payout, probably uh-huh. in the millions of dollars. Yeah. And you think that would make CNN be like, "Hey, uh, maybe the next time there's a story out 
especially if it's about a minor, uh-huh. we should uh, wait until we get some more facts before we go telling people that this person's a murderer. Yeah, yeah. ruined his life. Yeah, well, not anymore. No, he's well, a millionaire. Yeah. And then <laughs> the best part was. I found this out this week. He spoke at the Republican National Convention. Yeah. So he's on being broadcast on CNN talking about <laughs> fake news while getting paid by CNN for CNN being a piece of shit. It's the it's like the best. <laughs> it's the best come up. It's wow, that's funny. Uh news needs severe reform. And I've got a list here of of things that I think that the news needs to be done. Right. Okay. We need to regulate them the way they regulate guns. They want to regulate guns, right? They don't want you to have a magazine over 10 rounds. They don't want you to have certain types of guns. They don't want you to have guns that look threatening. Uh-huh. So, you know, we're not infringing on your First Amendment rights. You can still say whatever you want. Uh-huh. Just as a news organization, you know, we're going to kind of limit. Hold you to some standards. Hold you to some standards, like mandatory retractions. Signal boosting the corrections of stories because they will put a yes. correction to a story on the very on bottom, the bottom of page twenty five yep. in fine print. <laughs> like, oh yeah, by the way, uh, we lied about this kid Nick Sandman. The way they're lying about Kyle Rittenhouse now. Uh, so no corrections need to be front page ninety eight point font. We fucked up. Yep, and it needs to run for twice the length of whatever time you spent with on the fake news. Cool. No reporting of an event until after facts are verified. Man. You need to verify the facts. This Kyle Rittenhouse shot three people. Other than other than well, thing like, happened. Event happened. Yeah. You can with no with no right. um color commentary. Color commentary. I wanna, I'm gonna exactly. get to that because I also have that. Um no opinion pieces from news organizations. You're either a news reporting organization or mm-hmm. Or your commentary organization. No more of this like, oh, this is a New York Times op-ed. It's not part of our normal news stream. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Different names. This is the New York Times. You guys are either doing news or you're doing commentary. Yep. You can't do both. And you can't do New York Times commentary, New York Times news. That's not going to work. Nope. One's a new have a, name. Have a sister site called New York Talks. New York Talks. There you go. There's your commentary site. Yep. Uh... Severe punishments for inaccurate reporting. When you publish when you publish things, your ass better be on the line. Yep. Like it needs to. You need to. Like in movies. Like yeah. Right. In movies, it's always like you. We can't run this story. Damn it, Carter. Have any, fa- any facts? Damn it, Carter. My ass is on the line if you publish that. Uh-huh. <laughs> and none of this, like none of this shit, where they use the double speak, right? Where they're like suspected, allegedly, and yeah. so they can be like, "Well, we didn't say that he's a killer. We said allegedly." No. You 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 reported it. It's fake news. You're fired. Uh, anti-bias quotas. You need to have an equal number of people of political idea ideologies in your editorial staff. Um. Hmm. Do you remember? Do you know what the fairness doctrine was? Yeah. It was an FCC regulation that required equal time be given to diff- opposing yes. viewpoints. Yeah. And when it was, uh, when the fairness doctrine was. Ended. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when right wing talk radio had a resurgence, because finally we didn't have to have liberal talk radio, which no one listens to. Yeah, outside of NPR. You mean NPR? <laughs> uh, yeah, no one listens to NPR. That's why we're paying for it, and we should stop paying yeah. for it. Well, so uh, I don't know if I necessarily agree with it. I'm not saying it's a bad idea. I'm just saying uh, that's not the route I would take. The route I would take would be a uh, 
a non-invested third party or state run um fact checkers fact checker yeah because there's a there's a there's a site i use that's like um fact check news fact check.org or whatever and it will tell you exactly uh what bent a uh, a news website is and it will tell you how factual they uh they are on average. Yeah. The problem with that is eventually a bunch of left wing people get into that fact check group and That's, then go like, oh, this is totally normally ma- normal mainstream. That stuff. group needs to have uh, the 50 50. 50 50 anti bias quotas. Yes. No, I put it in the editorial board too. You have, if you have just two editors, right? Yeah. You've got me and you've got you. You've got a slightly left stance. I have a slightly right stance. New story comes to both of us. I stamp it, you stamp it, it goes out, it's sure, true news. Sure. I'm just saying like that's the route I would take. Uh-huh. And 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 if it's a website or whatever would have on on every page if not just the front page, right? But I would say on every page it has that uh like verified check mark yeah. or whatever and it was like this is our rating from the third party. Well, that's another thing we need to have is essentially I want an MPAA for journalism. Where you are an A, you know, or like the, uh, what is it, ASC, 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 uh, the certified mechanics groups, you know, that like this is an ASC certified mechanic. Oh, like, like a, like a director's guild or yeah. a screenwriter's guild or so, something. Yeah. And, but instead of just being like, hey, we're working for directors and rights and whatnot, it's like, oh, uh, you fucked up. You're not, you are, this is a certified A journalist, someone who doesn't put their bias into stories oh okay so oh yeah like like uh, asc the american society for cinematographers yes like you'll see like um that after someone in in the credits mm-hmm. yeah uh coordination with other news organizations should be illegal if we catch your little email group where you're you at cnn and me at msnbc are chatting yeah. about like hey this is how we're going to tell our news story um we go to federal prison for 10 years yeah. minimum sentence yeah that's collusion. It's, it's collusion. <laughs> That's not allowed. Every news channel needs to be telling its own story. And then the viewer can listen to each news story and go, okay, this is the fact. So no more uh, AP. Uh, when when one news headline. organization reports an AP headline and then just writes their own commentary on it. Nope. AP is its own news organization. You can read AP. You can read Reuters. You can well, read yeah, but then you have the, you have the local press, news right? thing where AP... Line reports go to your local news, and then they do and their And then you thing. have, the, you see those videos where it's 75 local news presenters saying the exact same thing. Yeah, that's a Scripps Howard problem, though. Yeah. That's the producers, not the AEP. I used to get AEP, 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 AEP is our, our uh, <laughs> AP reports used to be, I mean, it was like bare minimum news. Bare minimum headline. I like, used to get AP news reports to my watch. Yeah. And yeah. it was amazing. Because yeah. it was all news, like my email. no commentary. I used to get it to my email. And yeah. it would be like a one-sentence news story, because yep. that's all the facts you got. That's what yeah. happened. Yeah, and na- and then the AP got really full of itself, and it got all fucked up. Um, Why are we thinking? If you're registered as a news organization, you have to do all your reporting under that one name. You cannot split up under a bunch of different news companies with different names. Like uh, Jezebel, how they are... Is it not, not, who is it? Jezebel is owned by another big group. It's yes. basically basically one big company. Yep. They have all these subsidiaries so they can signal boost everything and be like, look at all this consensus. None of that. Oh, yeah, because they, they, they have like, here's our, this is our blank news. This is our sports news site. This is mm-hmm. our women's news site. This is our game news site. This yeah. Is, yeah. Nope. It's all one name or nothing. Uh, 
Journalists can only communicate with other journalists and editors inside the organization, i.e., none of that collusion, no collusion. between people. Yeah. Uh, you can talk like you can if you're at a you, conference, or whatever you can, you can friend, talk to you, them. You can have a friend that works at the, the news station, but you yeah. can't be colluding with them. But if you got if like you and I write a news story and it comes out really really similar, and they look and they're like, "Did you guys fucking text each other and be like, hey, we're gonna write this bullshit story?" Jail. Yep. You're going to jail. Yeah. Uh we're up buying a uh, you know news organization just to so they won't write about you. Like uh Jeff Bezos Ooh. at the Washington Post. Yep. Or uh Carlos Slim in the New York Times. Yeah. Yep. That that shit should be illegal too. Uh if you if you an ad company sells ads to your news company uh-huh. and your news company breaks the law, they get fined too. Okay. Because now the ad agencies Tide is going to be on your ass to make sure you don't fuck up and tell the wrong kind of news story. Basically, we're going to inject a bunch of accountability into the freedom of the press. You guys can still do news stories where you tell us that Trump is a bad man and that Biden is the next coming of Christ. (laughs) I'm totally fine with that. But when we find out that you guys are all saying the exact same fucking thing under the same name, when Scripps Howard sends the... Scripps Howard, instead of being like, Channel 8, your local news you can count on, it's Scripps Howard Tulsa. Oh, oh, I see. Scripps Howard owns news companies in every fucking city in the country. Ah, okay. As opposed to being like, oh, I I watch Channel 8. They seem pretty nice. No, they're corporately owned. They don't fucking care about Tulsa. It was funny. I was, um, there was a, there was a point where I used to watch a lot of Channel 8. Uh, yeah, and then they broke into our school. <laughs> no, it was after that. Oh, I, I didn't always. I I wouldn't watch them a lot. It was because they were on before Jeopardy, right? <laughs> yeah, and I would just turn the TV on, and so a lot of times it would be before Jeopardy came yeah. on, right? And um, I'm not sure who owns our Channel Eight, but they're uh, they are a right leaning Cumulus company. Media. They're right leaning because they had a segment with this unbearable guy who would just be like uh he would, he would they, they, they don't like trump they don't like trump yeah you know and i remember they got into some not hot water but people complained uh about that segment and they're like okay here's your liberal segment yeah <laughs> we get now now you just get two segments <laughs> fuck you the uh the issue with the press is that we have stories. So Kyle Rittenhouse in Kenosha, he shot three people, all in self-defense. Uh, 30 shots were fired at him. He Molotov was thrown at him. He was he had come there early in the day to help his community. He was asked to protect the place. He left that place to go administer first aid to other people. He couldn't get back to the place he was he, where he was was initially. Mm-hmm. So when the cops told him to move on along, he moved on along. And then he got fucking caught up in a crowd of people that hate America, and they tried to attack him. And they picked a fight with someone with the. You shouldn't have fucking picked a fight with. It's real easy to kick the fuck out of some, drag someone out of their car and kick them and put them in the hospital all day. But yep. you give that guy a gun, not going to go very fucking well for you. And that's why everyone should have a gun. Compulsory carry. My, <laughs> the other, the other, my three pronged approach to fix America: no more freedom of the press, compulsory carry, term fucking limits. <laughs> Here we go. Fix America in three easy steps. You got it. 
Vote me, 2028, presidential election. I'm going to be running under the fuck you party. It's a new party that just says fuck you to everyone in Washington and in your local governor office, your state capitals. Fuck those people. Did you know we had a mayoral election? Yes. (laughs) I did not. (laughs) Exactly. You know how G.T. Bynum won this election? Because no one knew we had a mayoral election. That and what, what was the other thing? Stay at home. Mail-in voting! Fuck you! I <laughs> uh, wonder how many of those ballots came right out of his garage and into the polling places. Yeah. Uh, G.T. Bynum should be beaten with a stick until he leaves the city forever. I think the other guy got almost 30%, and I I had seen him before. I had seen him. Yeah. I had seen him before. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's it's crazy uh, that you wouldn't have the election uh, in an election year on, on the presidential election, the big election. Uh-huh. You have it like in fucking August for no reason. Yeah. Yeah. Very yeah. strange. Yeah. That kind of shit should not be allowed either. But that's not part of my my plan. Uh this Kyle Rittenhouse, like every day more and more details come out about this, and it's like more and more clear that he was had his back against a wall, mm-hmm. so to speak, and had no choice but to fire or be killed. And yet the news signal boosts the shit right at the beginning. They call him a white supremacist. Absolutely no evidence this kid's a white supremacist. Not one fucking bit of evidence that this kid's a white supremacist, mm-hmm. but he's a white supremacist. He's a Nazi. He's carrying a gun. He carried it across state lines. He's not even from Kenosha. He lives just on this fucking side of the border. The way the way that someone in, say, Owasso uh-huh. might come to Tulsa. Yeah. Now imagine if Owasso was like we lived in like Kansas City, right? Yeah. You can live in Kansas City, Kansas. You live yep. in Kansas City, Missouri. Yep. It's all one big city to you. Whatever your closest city is, he works in Kenosha. He works as a lifeguard <laughs> in Kenosha. The gun from Wisconsin belonged to Wisconsin people, given to him self defense. Seventeen year olds are allowed to carry long guns in Wisconsin, a lot like they're allowed to own long guns here in the United in Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. All these details, news, nope, not going to report that. We're just going to report the inflammatory part. This fucking James Blake who got shot in the back. They're reporting, oh, he got shot in the back seven times. They're not reporting the fact that he was a fucking rapist who was harassing the person that he raped, which is why the police were called on him. Those are pretty fucking important facts to the news story. Why is that not on the news? Didn't he get in a scuffle and got away from the cops? Yeah, they tried to tase yeah. him twice. I mean, but just just the fact that he's a like these NFL players are putting his name on their helmet so the woman he raped can see him being lauded as a hero, like he's some kind of saint. He raped a person. That's like the worst fucking thing <laughs> you can do. Yeah. The only thing worse than raping a person is raping a minor. Which is what he did! That's why he was sent to jail! He raped her when she was 14! Yikes. Not a good man! Not a good man. You can argue about George Floyd all day. You cannot argue that this guy is not a huge piece of shit that deserved a bullet right in the fucking back of his skull. It's too bad that he's paralyzed. I wish he was fucking dead. Oh, he lived. I didn't even yeah. know he lived. He lived, and he made $2 million off the fucking thing. He should go to jail in his fucking wheelchair for the rest of his life because he's a fucking pedophile rapist. 
But that shit's not getting reported. Those are facts that need to be reported. And the press is responsible for that. And they need to be fucking controlled if they're going to fucking report certain bad things about someone that aren't true and other not ignore bad things about other people that are true. So why is this fucking allowed? What are you doing? You are not withholding, upholding your end of the bargain in our fucking society. You're dragging us down. And that's why we just common sense First Amendment control. I mean, did, yeah. is anything that I said, suggested really out there? Any no, of it? I agree with all of it. Yeah. And <laughs> you don't even have a problem with the press. Well, mm. it's, it's just like the way they want to fucking nitpick our guns. Well, we're going to, we need to fucking nitpick them at their asses right back. Nitpick their ass. <laughs> you telling me, oh, yeah, you don't need, you don't need. Any more than 10 rounds, if you're a good gunman. Like, uh, what if there are 11 people coming at me? <laughs> like the giant crowd that tried to kill Kyle Rittenhouse. Or the mobs that have killed and injured people by dragging them out of their cars and beating them to, within inches of their life. What, what, about, what about then? Then I might need more than 10 rounds, you know? You don't need 10 news organizations. You don't need to own a news organization so they can tell you, so they can not report the bad things about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, lies by omission need to equally be. And once you decide to report on a story, you need to follow it through, right? Yeah. If you're going to report on George Floyd and his death on day one, then you got to report now on day 85 that it turns out, uh, while he was being arrested, he popped in two grams of fentanyl, and possibly it was a speedball of fentanyl and methamphetamine, and that's what killed him. He popped those pills so that he could try and not get caught with them. Yes. And that's what killed him, right? But you're not reporting that, because we're we're, we're way past that. Oh, we, you know what, we're... They'll they'll be right back to report when those cops get off, though, I tell you. I guarantee you that. But they're not going to report anything in the middle. It's the same thing that happened with Trayvon Martin. Trayvon Martin was killed, but everyone believes that fucking George Floyd, George Zimmerman hunted him down. Hunted him down like fucking Craven the Hunter. <laughs> and they, they, they choose these inflamed. One of the things I loved about his story, even my mom, my mom who uh, is a huge anti-gun person, mm-hmm. Heard that news story and was like, "No, this is this is not right." Like he was he was in the right. George Zimmerman was in the right here. Yeah, they they kept saying they kept saying in the his during his the reporting on his case, he followed him with a loaded gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every gun is a loaded gun. Every fucking one. It because the imagery in your mind is is this right. It's like the gun's in his hand uh-huh. and he's 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 ready. To, he's walking yeah. in John Wick, just ready to like fucking. <laughs> bah, bah. You know, double tap him. Yeah. And in reality, it was more like, you know, gun in the holster uh-huh. on his side. And he's like, oh, I don't, I don't, you know, it's on the phone. Like, I lost. I lost the kid. Oh, 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 And then he headed back to his car. And what happened? He got ambushed from the shadows. The kid went for his gun. And when you go for someone's gun, the only thing you can do is uh, shoot him. And that's why that went out of control was because they misreported. Remember, they they. Yes. They cut up the order of the tape and they made it to sound Yes. Yeah. And and they cut the little bit where they said like what does yeah, he look black. like and he, and <laughs> what does he look like and he said he looks black and they just cut the where they asked the question so it just sounded like he looks like a black kid. I mean, how else would you describe him? Exactly. 
you, I mean, they need, if, to, they if, need if, to stop if, doing. If the someone sh- asks you to describe someone that you just saw, you tell them. Uh, he's about six feet tall. Yeah, he's like he's kind of fat and he's black. Yeah, or he's white. I mean, that's the way you describe me. He's he's, got- he's he's tall. He's fat and he's white. Yeah, he's got a beard. He looks like a white dude. Yeah, he's a white guy. He's a tall white guy with a beard. Right. Yeah. If you had like crazy fucking ass tattoos everywhere. Oh, he's wearing a bright yellow shirt. Yep. <laughs> he's wearing pink parachute pants. I can tell that. And he's, he's doing he's, the hammer dance. <laughs> he's wearing a beady cap with a propeller. <laughs> uh, he's got 10 foot long hair and tattoos everywhere because those are distinguishing characteristics of yeah. someone. The they do the thing where when it's a white perpetrator of a black of a on a black person, it's like white gunman shoots in mob. Mm-hmm. But then when someone then that guy kills you know, th- did you hear the news about the guy uh, who went into AutoZone and killed the teller? No. Oh, you know why? Why? Because it was a black guy that killed a white teller at AutoZone because, quote, I just find- wanted to find a white man to kill. That's news story not getting reported. <laughs> Whoa! That don't fit the narrative. Oh. News organizations do not need to have a narrative. The only narrative they need to have is what is happening. Yeah. And then you can decide what the truth is. But they're not doing that. Nope. They're telling you how to think. They make they make it sound like fucking every day a black guy's just walking down the street and the cops just roll up on him and they're like, hey, N-word. Click. Bow, 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 bow. Oh, thanks. Which is not how it works. works. <laughs> but that's not but it's it's never it's never like a that. fucking I, I you the thing about the all these crimes they report, like Michael Brown, Jacob Blake, mm-hmm. George Floyd, it's never a person that I can look at and like put my feet in their shit my myself in their shoes, right? Because they're always a horrible person. <laughs> you know, it's not like uh, who's Daniel Shaver. You remember Daniel Shaver? Uh-uh. No, because the news didn't report on that because that was a white guy who had his hands behind his head on his knees begging for his life. And the cops fucking killed him, killed him in the street. A white man. No news. Doesn't fit the narrative. Yep. I could put myself in that guy's shoes. I can't put myself in George Floyd's shoes. You know why? Because I'm not a fucking drug addict. <laughs> I can't put myself in Jacob Blake's shoes. You know why? Because I'm not a fucking child rapist. I can't put myself in Michael Brown's shoes. You know why? Because I'm not a fucking criminal. Those people aren't criminals because of the color of their skin. They're criminals because they commit crimes because they're bad people. And the news doesn't want you to know that. They always pick the they always pick these fucking pictures of people where they look like real young uh-huh. and angelic. And then they'll take a picture of George Zimmerman, a fucking Mexican dude, turn down the yep. the color contrast on it so it looks white as fuck. Yep. They'll take pictures of Donald Trump and increase the color contrast so it always looks like he's just finished running up a flight of stairs after yelling at the maid. It's ridiculous. That kind of shit has to stop. Agreed. Common sense First Amendment control. But it won't. It'll just No, it won't. That's why we need to take up arms and start a new country. I'm fucking serious. Civil war time. Let's do it. Us versus Iron Man. <laughs> That's my issue. Freedom of the press. We don't need it anymore. We don't need the press. If I could Thanos snap and get rid of all the journalists, yep. you think the world would be a better place? No. Why not? 
Because people will go running to fill their shoes. I just snap again. Yeah. I think the press is a dying breed anyway. It's just going to be little uh, web, you know, alerts. You know. It's, man, I, I, I said it before, and, and I know you don't feel the same way, but I mean, look, the, the Constitution, it's old. Uh-huh. It didn't foresee the fucking internet. What? Freedom of the press involved a printing press, local papers. It, it didn't involve the high-speed transmission of data. But I think the internet is the ultimate freedom of speech. The problem is that we're, we're not enforcing it. Right. It, if when you can, when I can go and create a bunch of Twitter bots mm-hmm. and harass GoDaddy, the, the here's why I don't get podcasts. The guy's saying that he's ready to, to make a civil war. Last week on his show, he said he understands Timothy McVeigh every even more <laughs> every day. Is these the kind of people that Squarespace wants to host? And Squarespace goes like, "Oh man, we don't want to host the next Timothy McVeigh," and they take me down. That's that's eliminating my First Amendment right. The Freedom of speech was supposed to apply to everybody, you know, so not just the freedom of the press, but the the ability to just go out in your town square and shout yeah. into the heavens yeah. to get your, and the the ultimate town square now is the internet. And that's why, I mean, the, the Constitution protects it, right? We just need to enforce it. We need to enforce the freedoms. This is why I want to be a freedom fascist. I want ultimate power given to me <laughs> so that I can be the most ruthless, hateful dictator on earth but only to protect the individual. I will fucking crack down on these motherfuckers to ensure the freedoms of every person that lives underneath my rule. You, you, you go on your fucking CNN and you talk about, Oh, people don't need a 30 round magazine. We need gun law limits. I'm like, uh, please send the Gestapo after this person. Yeah. Take them out and kill their family. (laughs) And, Sure, some people have to die, but at the end of the day, you sitting at home, no one's going to come <laughs> infringe on your freedoms. You go out and stand in your town square, post on your blog, and you're like, you're like, hey, I hate, I hate Tab. He's a ruthless dictator. He he kills people. I'm like, yeah, I do. You got you and 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 because of me, and I'm gonna comment on your pay, post and be like, yeah, you're right, man. But uh, I'm the lesser of two evils. Yeah. Because the other option is mob rule. Where they randomly decide what? At least you know that you're only held to my whims, and my whims generally tend towards making sure your life is easier. Now, the second you start to say like, "I don't think people should be allowed to have guns," or "Black people shouldn't be allowed to vote," it's like, "Oh, here comes the Gestapo to kill you." Freedom fascist, twenty twenty eight. That's my issue. Freedom of the press. Don't need it. Don't need it. We need slavery of the press. They need to be slaves to us. Imagine the bad press against you that would be running against you. Oh, yeah. They'd paint a picture. They would. Yep. A real psychopath. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this has been Here's What I Don't Get. I'm Tad Burke. I'm Tim the Handlebreaker. Catch you guys next week. See ya. If you want to call into Here's What I Get Hotline, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Let's see. Got a bunch of voicemails today, so let's try and get through them. 
Hey, Tab, Tim, and uh, Todd. Here's what I don't get. Immigrant teachers. Now, I already hate college enough being on Zoom and shit. You can't learn shit on Zoom, especially when all your teachers are retarded boomers that don't even know how to turn on a computer. But you know what makes it worse? When you have fucking Apu from The Simpsons trying to give you economic theory notes. How the fuck am I supposed to understand you if the if the material that we were learning was at all important? You would hire a guy that could speak English to teach it to me. Uh, I it's gonna be a fucking hell semester, and I honestly don't know how I'm gonna do it. But at least listening to comedy podcasts makes it easier, I guess. See you later, guys. Well, uh, I'm going to go ahead and forward this to your university. <laughs> <laughs> I remember in um, in the sixth grade, I went to a new type of school. Uh-huh. It's called a charter school. Yes. It's called Dove Science Academy, uh-huh. which is apparently a uh, scam. Yeah. <laughs> where they franchise out schools to all these places. Yeah. And... Uh, they try and indoctrinate you with with I, Muslim I ideology. You yeah, I went there huh. for I went there for I don't I made it through I think one semester. Uh, I've been there. And uh go there. The reason why I left because we were playing war at lunch one day. Uh-huh. So we didn't go outside. All we The card ate, game. Yeah, the card yeah. game. Um and my cards were confiscated by the assistant principal, the principal, and they called my mom and they're like he had gambling cards and she's like what the fuck are gambling cards? <laughs> she goes to pick me up. Like, and they're like these are gambling, and she's like, "These are, playing these are just playing cards." And they're like, "Yeah, they're, they're for you know, gambling is forbidden by all this stuff uh, in the uh, Sharia law." Uh-huh. And she was like, "She turns to me, yeah. right?" And she goes, "Were you gambling?" And I go, "No, we were playing war." And she's like, oh, "Okay." And then she went and enrolled me at a real school. Yeah. Well, yeah. you're in the Middle East. No, I was here in Tulsa. <laughs> Uh, but about half those teachers were you like Kurdish or mm-hmm. whatever, yeah. Pakistanis, <laughs> and you cannot. They'd be like te- they teach be teaching us science and shit and math, and you couldn't understand a fucking word they were saying. I remember I was on the academic team, mm-hmm. and we <laughs> there were we would have practice after school one day a week, and they would give us he'd ask us questions, and we'd answer the questions and sometimes he would tell us we were wrong because uh he didn't know how to pronounce the word that was on the answer sheet which um, was intensely frustrating yeah there, um you know in public school I, I i could i could make a i could make an excuse for it in public schools uh-huh right in college where you're paying to be taught something it's totally different. Yeah. In college, you know how you know how many um foreign teachers I had a bunch. I had two. Yeah. That I can recall. Uh one was a Russian guy <laughs> in my Russian slash European film class. Okay, that's perfect. That's a perfect <laughs> fit. And he showed three of his own films. <laughs> that's not quite a perfect fit, but okay. He he, he wrote them. Yeah. Um, and I, I, the I other, I'm making this porno <laughs> with my cousin. It's a very good film. You watch, you watch. Yes. 
She's tough. Uh, the Here other, comes the good part. The other one was a Chinese lady yeah. that I had for two year, four semesters. Of conversational Chinese? Of Chinese classes. <laughs> Big difference. <coughs> yeah. I had a couple of foreign teachers that were incomprehensible. Yeah. That sucks. They, that get, sucks. they get easier, though, towards the end of the well yeah the same way to, to like understand. you start learning a language the language gets easier <laughs> the more you learn it there's another one from the, the voicemail hotline white cunt from uh, Aussie Helm uh, fucking with you that Helm so yeah oh uh, um. fuck that up <laughs> uh, pick a number between 1 and 29 I'll just do the just do the last 30 I want. I don't want to go fuck a woman anymore because I don't want to deal with their shit. Okay, I'm gay now. Now I'm not dead home on gay help. No, uh, fucking help. But yeah, no. Fucking tired of people being cunts. Fuck you. I don't want to wear a mask because I don't care. Of a one. Oh my fuck. So yeah. Fucking goddamn. People don't know how to drive. She cut cut me off and I almost killed her. So yeah, bonus. Should have killed her. Fucking. Stay pissed. I don't know. And then not had sex with her. I'm picturing like bumper cars, like a little circuit. Like the uh, the track at Celebration Station. Just you're like you're going and you're not going anywhere. <laughs> just trying to leave a voicemail. God damn it. Hey guys, I'm Mortal Thor. Here's the thing about the mask. So, of course, for work, I have to wear one. I decided to get one. Uh, just like a little neck gaiter. Uh, it's black. My work uniform is all about black. I heard that so, the neck gaiters are even worse like a ninja. I'm a for you. ninja. So, what's going to happen is, when things go back to normal, all right, um, people going to stop wearing the mask. And the way I've rationalized wearing it right now with me being a pizza guy, like all these ring doorbells or whatnot, I have a mask on. They don't know who I am. Like, like the cameras and all that shit. So when everything goes back to normal, no one wears masks. I'm gonna still wear the mask. And I was gonna be like, hey, hey, why are you wearing a mask? Like, I, I, I want to see your face. I want to know who you are. Well, you had a problem with me fucking we not wearing it back when? Oh no, we gotta fucking fucking wear the mask because of the COVID. No, but. Maybe I just want to wear a mask. I'm a fucking ninja. <laughs> That's one way to own it. That's why I'm gonna start wearing a mask as soon as, as, soon as, as, soon as they're illegal. completely illegal. Yep. Like, it's yep. not required anymore. I'm gonna start wearing a mask everywhere. Nice. Like, why are you wearing a mask? Like, well, uh, all you people are filthy. <laughs> Sir, can you please remove that? Sure can't. Hey guys, here's what I don't get: stinky hand sanitizers. I actually kind of like the smell of hand sanitizers. Like, it smells clean and sanitary. Like, it's, it's kind of comforting. But for some reason, there's all these homebrew sanitizers everywhere. You go into any store or whatever, and they have, like, their own homemade hand sanitizers. Ugh. And some of them are fragrant with something that just smells absolutely putrid. And it's like, just let it smell like alcohol. Yeah, like, doesn't need to smell. Clean <laughs> alcohol is fine. Like, you don't need to scent your, your fucking hand sanitizer. Plant fitness is the worst. My gym is the fucking worst. Like, I put that on my hands, and it, it, 
it smells like you already cleaned up shit with it and then put it back in the bottle. It's like, what the fuck is this? How did you make it smell this bad? <laughs> <laughs> the, the one that I hate, I hate all the scented stuff. Anything uh-huh. you put on your hands. Like, I hate when you go to someone's house and they're like, oh, coconut and lemon soap. And, and sand soap or something even worse, right? Because then you've got that Pina smell on your soap. hands yeah. and you eat and you're putting this thing up to your mouth yeah. and it's like, uh oh, now everything tastes like fucking coconut and lemon yeah. or flowery bullshit. It's like just scentless. We don't need scents in our either, hands. So. Either scentless or you buy all the soaps and you pair them with whatever you're fixing for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Basil and herb soap. Mm. That would be dope. Oh, man. Hint of garlic. Like, uh, dill and herb soap. Yeah. Here's one from Scan Cunt 42. It's 2020 underscore 08 underscore 31 underscore 11 underscore 48 underscore 02. It's three minutes and 54 seconds. Buckle up! <laughs> what up, 2.5T? Scan Cunt 42 here. Um, I'm only counting Todd as half a T now because he's only there half the time. <laughs> uh, I get that you were on vacation, Todd, but I mean, at least send in one of your zany stories or something if you're not going to be there. I mean, like, come on, pull your weight. <laughs> and you got to step up your game if you ever want to reach Sean's status. Uh, anyways, a uh, couple episode, episodes ago, you guys were talking about Nintendo Switch games, and it was a total letdown because you guys didn't even mention the best Nintendo Switch game there is. Dead Zone. Which is Paper Mario. Oh. If you haven't tried that one. Oh, I no. highly recommend it. Oh no! My wife it for my birthday, and I went through oh, it no! fifteen or sixteen hours into it. Super fun game. Um, Tab, your picture of your cat was adorable with a pom pom in its mouth. So that actually inspired me to go get my cat some pom poms, and she loves them. Cool. She'll be sitting on the couch all relaxed, and then all of a sudden I see her start to wiggle her tail. I'm like, "What the heck are you doing?" And she just pounces on her pom poms and starts going nuts on them. So. Great recommendation, even though you probably didn't mean it that way. Um, last episode, you were mentioning how you're awesome at recommending movies, and I can attest to that. Uh, Lady Nailed Killers, it. awesome movie. Yes! Yeah! Greatest movie ever. That other gay movie, I can't remember. It was actually not too bad, even though it was pretty gay. Philip Morris. I love you, Philip Morris, um, yeah. I was at my wife's family barbecue and her cousins started talking about how they hated the U.S. Postal Service. And then they started talking about how they loved UPS. So I threw into the conversation how much I hated FedEx. And they all agreed with me in the entire room. So as far as the FedEx clapped. versus UPS <laughs> debate goes, I don't think it's a sure thing either way. I think it's based on the state that you're in. That's, probably that's, that's what I said. We're yeah, in Salt yeah. Lake City. I'm kind of doxing myself here but i think that utah probably has better ups than fedex and wherever you're located as long as we all agree we hate dhl because there isn't a physical location nearby um dead home hasn't left a voicemail in quite some time and i gotta say i miss him i really (laughs) miss your autistic ramblings and i i know that sounds like i'm making fun of you but i genuinely miss them um so Goodbye, I guess Dead maybe Helm. I'm Hello, Dead Gay Helm. Helm. for his money and leave my own autistic rambling voicemail. And here's what I don't get. Grocery store employees. So we had one of our box truck drivers we need fewer get and fewer the coronavirus, <laughs> or at least so his, po- his results came back positive. So who knows if he actually got them. 
but you know my boss is losing his mind he's wearing a mask half the time and then half the time he's not he's all freaking out about it but they they've been sending me out in the box truck to go do deliveries and all these places that i deliver to the produce guys come out and they're like okay yeah bring the pallet from from here in the back all the way through the store and oh you can't wear your glasses because you got to wear a mask and it'll fog up your glasses we're gonna have you drag this pallet through our store while you can't see anything and we're just gonna you know have you bumping into shit and you know i could totally do this myself but i'm just gonna sit here and walk right next to you and make you do it for me and then as soon as i get to the back they're like okay sign the paper here you go you can leave now i'm like why the fuck didn't you just drag it to the back yourself you lazy piece of shit like these fucking grocery store employees i'm they deserve minimum wage if you're making ten dollars an hour in a grocery store good you fucking deserve it you're a mouth breathing fucking idiot fucking hate you lazy pieces of shit limp dick fucking retards fuck all of you so if that wasn't autistic for you maybe i'll step it up next time have a good week peace out you know, how long How long do you think it'll be before uh, grocery stores do a thing where it's like, save $5 on your groceries by stocking a pallet of stuff? I can't see that. You don't see that Unless happening? it's a spe- like a specialty, uh, what, do you, what do you call them, where everyone... Co-op? Co-op, yeah. yeah. I guess you can see a co-op doing that. Uh, no, uh, there's an episode of King of the Hill where Hank Hill... It works at a co-op for a couple weeks and he's like tries to turn it and he makes it very productive. No, I think Walmart will do it. I mean, here's the thing. It's not hard. Like anybody could do it. Yeah, you you yeah. take a pallet of stuff, like say, you know, cereal, you get, yeah. you get the cereal pallet, you go into the cereal aisle and you put all the stuff in the cereal pallet onto the shelves. And then when you bring the pallet, empty pallet back, they give you a coupon and you do your shopping and you get $5 off. And then you scan all your own groceries, you bag them, and they only need like five guys working in the whole store. Robots. Robots is the next step. What's up, boys? Matt from Minnesota again. I got a don't get based on your recent do get on the bonus episode. You were talking about carrot cake. You forgot to mention the one thing about carrot cake that is detrimental and that is places that use a whipped frosting mm. on carrot cake instead of traditional cream cheese frosting. I go either way. Ruins my frosting. day every time I walk by in my local grocery store chain and I see a nice piece of carrot cake in the bakery section, just a little piece that I could take Oh, I think he's, he's talking about uh, just, like, all whipped, just whipped cream. And I look at it, and it says, made with whipped frosting, and no. I just throw it against the wall. If it's fr- frosting, it's frosting. Carrot cake needs to be made with cream it's cheese lighter. frosting. It's way lighter. It is yeah. a mortal sin to make it with frosted. I don't mind uh, it. With whipped frosting. Thicker... Also, I don't get yeah, uh, riding in Minneapolis again. Uh, I'm sure you'll talk about that if you want to trash the riders some more. At this point, I don't give a shit. Kill everybody. Move out, Later. man. So this is the only, this is the only option. <laughs> The uh, uh see I, I don't I don't never I mean I think I agree the cream cheese frosting is it's, better it's the it's better but, but I've, I've, I've had I'm not gonna not eat I've it. had carrot cake with just plain frosting it's on cake. it it's cake it's yeah it's, it's still good <laughs> I almost I almost brought some carrot cake because uh, then we'd all get diabetes <laughs> hey guys immortal Thor again uh, a little bit more serious this time so yeah the whole just thing. 
I've tried to make that argument many times, but it will lead me right into my don't get. So, like, it will, here's what I don't get. People who call out, oh, that's a logical fallacy, without understanding what a logical fallacy is. So your typical dumbass would listen to that and be like, oh, oh, that's slippery slope. That's a logical fallacy. That's, that, that's not true. All right, a logical fallacy is only a fallacy when it leads you to a false conclusion. Now, everything with that justing, that is a true conclusion. Like, it's based on like history. <laughs> so the logic is yeah. sound. It's not fallacious. It's sound. But, but try, try telling these dumbasses that. Later, I, guys. I'm tired of the slippery slope fallacy because, um, there's no I fucking told you so fallacy. Yeah, it's like yeah. the slippery slope is never wrong. How many I mean, how many times are you ever wrong when you go like this thing will lead to this other thing and be like, that's a slippery slope? I'm like, yeah, but um why don't you just shut the fuck up? Because you know I'm right. <laughs> like when I said the lockdown will lead to losses of jobs and then suicides, oh that's a slippery slope, but I I was right. Uh we just need to get rid of the slippery slope as a fallacy so then people can't cite it because mm-hmm. it's never wrong. All right, last one. Here's what I don't get. Overstated sentiment. Black Panther died, like, yesterday while I'm leaving this message, and that really sucks. But, like, I was scrolling through YouTube, and the fucking Screen Rant channel, those popcorn McDonald's of movie YouTube channels. <laughs> like, we are unbelievably saddened by the passing of Chadwick Boss Biscuit Sam, whatever his name is. He was Black Panther. And it's like, are you unbelievably saddened? I guess, I'm pretty sure I can believe how saddened you are. <laughs> You're bummed out. We're all bummed out. Everyone was bummed out that Black Panther died. It was, everyone liked the character, and uh, I've heard he's a great guy. But, like, unbelievably saddened. Like, you're a fucking YouTube channel talking about movies like calm the fuck down <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm trying to think of the, the sentiment is way over the top on this the one. phrase unbelievably saddened is hilarious because i think there's only one person there's only one time where you are ever unbelievably saddened yeah and that's the first time Not a relative a, that's <laughs> the first time <laughs> a, the first time a loved one of yours dies um you didn't I, not even, not even that. I don't. I don't think it's the first time, but I think it's like the most important one. Like if your dad died, I think you'd be unbelievably saddened. Mm. But because if you I think, I think you family be, members uh, die before that. Yeah, but I've had a bunch of family members die, and I'm just like, eh, it sucks. But I, I mean, those the people that are really, really close to you. Like yeah. I'd be unbelievably saddened if you died. <laughs> it'd, be my, it'd be my first like very close personal friend that died. Yeah. How yeah. do you deal with that? You don't. You. I mean. That's unbelievably sad. Yeah, right? yeah. A celebrity that I have never met dies. And I'm uh-huh. just like, I'm like, oh, that's what I mean. Even, I'm, I'm not even bummed out. I don't even care. Man, yeah. Even even like uh, a celebrity that you hold in, in in such high regard. Yeah. Right. Neil Pert passed away, man. That's I was pretty bummed out about. Neil I was Pert bummed. Dying, yeah. I was not unbelievably saddened. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, man, that really, really. Sucks. I just found out that, a dude, that the, the lead singer from uh, Power Trip passed away last week. I only learned uh, learned about it a week afterwards, which sucks. You know, the thing I about the Neil, the Neil Pert one, though, is that I was bummed, but I was also like really happy 
that we got the chance to experience Rush live. Oh, yeah. And like all of the just joy I've gotten out of listening to his music over yep. all the years. And uh, I was also, I also loved, because that whole, like the next couple weeks, every time I saw live music, they're trying their best to do Rush yep, songs. Yep. And I was like, man, this is cool. Uh, and I know, I know. So I was, I mean, I was bummed, but I was also, it also like, it brought me some amount of comfort to know to that. To cement his legacy. Cement to, his, that he's legacy, got this yeah, huge yeah. legacy that will carry on forever. I mean, Rush yeah. is never going to be forgotten. No. I think they they uh, shredded them all into wood chips and put them in a children's playground. That'd be cool. Uh, I mean, yeah. They they went and meticulously placed them all into the ground, pointing so that they were point up. <laughs> so if you try and play on the playground, it's like a, it's like a kid's version of the pit of Mortal Kombat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unbelievably saddened. That's, <laughs> Scream! I also love his description of Scream Ramp because Scream Ramp is a totally McDonald's garbage site. YouTube. Uh, Screen Ramp's one that I I religiously avoid. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm, yeah, I can't. What culture? I I avoid anything. They I occasionally I, I, get me, but but even when they do get me, I'm like, okay, what's number ten? Fast forward. What's number nine? What's number eight? Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, they got me once recently. Uh, I I avoid them so much though that anyone with the word culture in their handle, I'm like, nope, because there's a, there's a YouTube page called Trek Culture, uh, and they're like top ten Star Trek starships, and YouTube's always trying to recommend it to me, and I'm like, no, <laughs> nothing with the word culture in name. Yeah, well that's it. That's all our voicemails. Yep. That's a bunch of them. Thanks everybody for leaving voicemails. Leave your voicemail in response to these voicemails next week. <laughs> And, Looking uh, forward to hearing more from Gayhelm. I I don't know who this Gayhelm is, but uh, he sounds like a pretty rational and and normal guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>